I'm comedian, writer, and filmmaker Chuck Staten from the punk band Senior Discount. And I'm writer and comedian Brad Rohr from the Providence Improv Guild. And this is the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 474th episode of the Chuck and Brad podcast. Normally, I say episode 474, not today. I'm feeling frisky. 474th, that's a mouthful. Yes, it really was. That's that's when I realized I was making a mistake. You I'm sure like, were. this doesn't sound right. How are you doing, buddy? I'm struggling. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. It's, uh, you know, I, I went back home to Indiana, as, as you talked about in the intro to last week's uh marathon episode yeah uh and so you know i was at home with like six people yeah and now i'm in an apartment by myself and i'm Ooh. just i'm just lonely you want something funny yeah of course i do so after i pour my guts out to you i'm not i'm not gonna uh i'm not gonna here's what i'll say say it brad and i want to make sure our podcast doesn't hurt anyone's feelings right so behind the scenes we're doing a little spring cleaning that's all i'm gonna say yes we are and I was re-listening to one of our podcasts earlier today. Okay. And it was that our podcast episode, Is Everyone Just Lonely All the Time? Oh. I was listening to that today. Yep. And it got to a part where I said, I think the loneliest I've ever been was after I moved out of my parents' house, where I live with a total of seven people in the house, right. into my house that I bought with my ex-girlfriend, Alyssa. Right. And then we broke up and she moved out. Yep. And living alone in the house after living with my parents with seven people in the house, I think that was the loneliest I ever was. I, I mean, I said that then. Right. Yeah. It's hard to connect to that time now. Yes. But I just said that same thing. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It is. Pretty it strange. Is. And, you know, I, I got back at like midnight-ish on Monday night, in Monday going into Tuesday. Yeah. And then like, you know, I talked to, to coworkers like over instant messaging and stuff mm -hmm. uh, during the day and yeah. then had a, had a long phone call with a friend last night and yes. then talked to you for a little while. Yeah. But like, I'm not seeing anybody like the interaction is completely different. Yes. And I was like, oh, I just want to I just want to get to this week's podcast. I just want to do that. I, yep. just, I just want someone to be around to talk to. Yeah, right. I and, know. you know, like, I know I, you know, my sister and her kids are, are still in Indiana. So like they're texting me. They're like, we got haircuts. And I'm like, ah, oh, what did you do? Blah, blah, blah. I bought my dad a percussive massager because his legs get like super bad charlie horses right so i'm like ah oh, did dad's package arrive did he use it did it work does it help right. can he walk um so yeah um they're still there and so like they're still having fun and, yeah. I'm, and I'm like hey i had a frozen meal for lunch today <laughs> and just turned on youtube tv the sec network to watch a football game from last year in yep. which my alma mater arkansas got destroyed so it wasn't <laughs> even a fun thing <laughs> to like Why'd have on watch a, it? honestly i just wanted noise in the background that was it yeah, I've been watching a lot of Rick and Morty lately. Yeah, I've been watching reason. a lot of, I, I watched a lot of Impractical Jokers when I was home. We'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I had yeah. quite a busy week. I mean, yeah. we'll get into it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had a really busy week. I just spent, you know, I work for the podcast, Tell Them Steve Dave with the guys, you know, Walt and Brian from Comic Book Men and right. Quinn from Practical Jokers. Um, and they have a Patreon where we produce a lot of content. Um, and I've been working with them for like four years. But the past like two and a half years, maybe two years, we've been working on their Patreon stuff because it started two years ago. I think it started two years ago. Yeah, just, o just over two years because yeah. he, he just posted a photo that it was the two year anniversary. Right. Yes. And uh, so I go up to Jersey, to Red Bank, New Jersey, and I film at Kevin Smith's comic book store, Jane Silent Bob Secret Stash, with the guys. 
And this was just the biggest week we ever did. We yeah. did, uh, I did went down for days. a full week and we shot 14 video projects. Wow. 14. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and then we're going to talk about that today. We'll talk about Brad's trip and we have some movie news and, and different news in the world of pop culture and music and stuff like that. But yeah, I'll tell you all about it. Nice. You want to hear some news first? Yeah, of course. Now, usually here, we before we get into this, we would do Chuck and Brad updates, but uh, no updates. We're not, not We're not doing any live shows of any kind. Stinky. Uh, however, Chuck and I, one thing we've been talking about with the podcast, do you guys all remember when Limp Biscuit went on tour and just played surprise shows like yes. on a semi-trailer at yes. different places around the country? Yes. I mean, Chuck and I look at Limp Biscuit for a lot of creative inspiration, obviously. <laughs> That's why one of us is always doing things for Nookie. One of us is always breaking stuff. And we're, we're, we're in together now. Please have sex with me. <laughs> I don't I have to for the podcast. Yes. I said we love Lip Biscuit. <laughs> Uh, we're always rearranging things. I don't, I, I'm, I'm just going through, I'm like, which Limp Biscuit songs can I think of? Brad came over and broke my lamp. Yes. That was just one of those days. <laughs> I didn't want to wake up. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, so let's, let's talk about some news in the world of popular culture. Oh, that's funny. Hold on. Okay. I'm holding on. Is this uh, your, all right. So Chuck's yawning. <laughs> Because he's too excited about Limp Biscuit, All the air is rushed no, out of his lungs. I'm he's so yawning tired. to restock his lungs with Limp Biscuit oxygen. I got from back from New Jersey last night and I did not get a full night of sleep. Yeah. It's one of those things. I'll say this because Gina's not going to listen to this. My girlfriend. Where it's like this morning, she woke me up a good amount from right. like getting ready and doing this, making noise. Yep. Swiss, my dog, who misses me a lot. When she, you know, I was away from her for a week. Right. She was waking me up and hopping on the bed, and I was like trying to sleep, trying to sleep, get some sleep. Then Gina woke me up again, like to be like, "Hey, like let's uh, let me get in bed and cuddle with you for a little bit." But I was like what so a, tired. What a I didn't jerk. want to be waked up. I didn't want to be woken up. So I'm just like I feel exhausted actually now that I think about it. I feel you. I'm sorry. Oh I just uh, you know was alone with my thoughts all night. Which... <laughs> no one waking you up. No, oh, man. Just my thoughts. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Uh, I had a dream about a, a woman I worked with at Walgreens many years ago, oh, and I yeah. was trying to convince her to continue working at Walgreens, yeah. even though it has been, she probably left there in 2003. I left Walgreens in 2004. And I was like, no, like you can come back. It's great. Profit sharing, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you don't even work here anymore. And I'm like, well, I still have the vest. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. That is weird. Um, but yeah, so I had a really, really busy week. Very, very tiresome. And I'm just, I can't I can't stop yawning right now. All right. Tired. Well you you have a you have a, a coffee from uh, a local uh, artisan oh. coffee shop, the Mick Cafe. Oh yeah. Well and I, it's whenever, open. I come, whenever I come over to get Brad's and I want a coffee before we podcast, it's too late to get it from anywhere good. So right. I always have to go to McDonald's. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, I mean, I don't think that the uh, the Newman's own coffee is not uh is not bad. I don't think it's bad. Yeah. Did you hear about Halloween Kills? I heard Halloween Kills, which is the sequel to the uh, older Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, sorry, the, like the Halloween that came out last year that featured Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. as Laurie Strode, but older. Uh, Halloween Kills is the sequel to that and the second in a planned trilogy. Mm-hmm. Its release date got pushed back to 2021 uh, and they released a big teaser trailer for it. Yeah, it's been pushed back. Kind of a bum out, huh? It really is. It's just like, man, what's going to go on? Oh, man, it's just so weird. I feel so weird right now. I know that it's it's redundant for anyone to even hear anyone say, I feel so weird right now. Yep. But man, I just feel like my life just feels uh, different. 
You know, it's hard. It's like it's hard to be happy. It's hard. To, it's hard to stay excited about life. Yes. You know. Yes. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, let's get into some news, and then we'll talk about uh, our trips and sure. stuff. Sure. First thing I wanted to say from punknews.org. Never heard of this band before. The okay. band Stand Atlantic. Uh, I saw a news article come up that says Stand Atlantic released video for Jurassic Park, and I'll be honest. Just the name was made, made me be like, well, what is this? Is it a song about Jurassic Park? Right. Is this uh, a cover of the Jurassic Park theme song? Is this a, a music video that's two and a half hours long? That's a shot for shot remake of right. the film Jurassic Park? Right. And sh- starring just the four band members? Possibly. One of them could be all the dinosaurs. One could be, uh, all right. One could be both kids and yeah. Malcolm. I, all right. That's a, that's a There's lot. some logistic issues There's there. They have to use some roles. stand-ins. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's just a song called Jurassic Park, and okay. I love this song. It's a good song. You sent it to me, right? and you're like, "Oh, this is a this this song is amazing." And it's I'm like, like, and and when I saw the title, I'm like, "What is this?" Exactly. Yeah. And it's like it's almost so poppy that I think some people would be turned off by that, right? But man, I thought that I think this song is awesome. I listened to it a ton of times. Good song is a good song, and I'd say excellent lead parts, excellent uh, verse, excellent pre-chorus, excellent chorus, and um. I wish that the the uh, the breakdown was different, but like man, every part of this mathematically as a songwriter, besides the breakdown, I was like, this is so good, this is so perfect. So, and the breakdown is fine. I just wish they went, they did a little bit more with it. They don't, they just do a tiny guitar solo, yeah, and they go right back into the final chorus. And I just wish they did a little bit more variation with some of the stuff that they have in the song. Um, but um, man, what a great song, Jurassic Park by Stan Atlantic. If you like Poppy. Punk rock, check it out. I love it. Even if you don't like it, check it out. Yeah. Did we talk about the new Metal Slug game on last week's podcast? I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but we've definitely talked about Metal Slug a lot in our personal lives. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, I know, yeah. I feel like you sent me... I don't think we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think we did either. There's uh, Metal Slug is a series of run and gun games. Yeah. Uh, originally... Arcade I, games. Yeah, I think by SNK or, or yeah. Neo Geo or, or something yes. like that. Yeah. And... Uh, it's like, it's like an old arcade game. Yeah, and they are coming out with a new one in the series called Metal yeah. Slug J. Yeah, the Metal Slug series has been missing in action for more than a decade, says GameSpot.com. With ports and re-releases, the only mainline games fans of SNK's run-and-gun franchise have had to get excited about. That's changing soon, however, as SNK and developer Timmy Studios, Timmy, Timmy, T-I-M-I, uh, are currently working on a new entry for mobile devices. But that's not what I... That's I don't care about the mobile device. Um, somewhat surprisingly, the game looks like it could stick to what made the original classic Metal Slug game so popular. Um, it's going to be available. Let's see. I thought it was going to be, uh, available on, on like consoles and mobile, right? Yeah. I thought Metal Slug J was coming to PS4 and Xbox one in like September. That's this article doesn't say that, but I think it, I think it does too. Um, but yeah, it's very, it's very similar to the, uh, to the old games and it's a, a trailer that just came out. Um, called Metal Slug J, and I, I I can't wait for it. Actually, now that I look at it, I don't see anything about consoles. Huh. Ugh, I hope it's a console game. It says it does say Switch, Nintendo yeah. Switch, so that's good. Yeah, I, it's the very worst. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's awesome. I love Metal Slug. And it's one of those games that like I always would turn on and play for a level or two and turn off. Right. And um, just much like uh, what game? What, what we play through? Shoots of Rage. And so I'm, I'm. I think Brad and I should play through the entire series. We probably should before this game comes out. Make sure it happens. All right, from the LaughButton.com, Conan O'Brien announces he's moving his show to Largo with no audience. Wow. Yeah. 
Starting July 6th, Conan Late Show will have a new look. He'll be broadcasting his talk show at the Historic Largo at the Coronet at West Hollywood. Coronet? What do you think? Coronet. But this is not going to be your standard talk show. It's going to continue to re- resemble the social distance show he's been doing at home, actually. It's still going to have a guest appear via Zoom and have no audience. Man, the writing on this website is is really subpar. The only change is that he will have a limited staff and crew on site with the rest continuing to work from home. This makes O'Brien the first late night TV host to return to record a show outside of his house since the COVID-19 pandemic began. Um, This move may appear strange, but he's actually doing it to drum up some business into the theater, which has been shut down since March. That's cool. Yeah. I got started doing improv at the Coronet in 1986. I'm glad we figured out a way to safely keep that theater going during this lockdown, O'Brien said in a statement. We're thrilled that Conan and his great team have reached out and offered to help us through these awful times. We have a long history together and look forward to many more great years to come, said Largo owner Mark Flanagan. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I think that's really fun. Um, Let's see, what else? GameSpot.com says, MTV to revive Clone High with Phil Lord and Chris Miller. This This is something I can look forward to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clone High, for those of you who don't remember, was an animated show that aired on MTV in probably the late 90s, maybe early 2000s, uh, with uh, basically the premise is that his famous historical figures were, uh, their DNA was used to make clones, and all of these clones are going through high school at the same time, and it's kind of a, a satire of uh, some teen dramas that were popular at the time. Dawson's Creek and uh, and the like and uh, maybe Degrassi and then also just like such beautiful absurdist comedy and uh, it was it was uh, you know it was a show that I enjoyed when it was on but didn't really seek out and then when we watched it on DVD in probably early on in our friendship I was like oh this really works for me comedy wise oh it's so funny it's a lot of the cast of Scrubs. Yes, which Donald is really Faison. I think Sarah Chalk does a voice. I know that uh, there's a blonde woman who was on Mad TV whose name eludes me right now. Nicole Sullivan? I think so. Yes. Who did uh, did a voice. Hmm. Um, yeah. And, Will, and Phil, Will, Will Forte. Oh, yeah. Will Forte. Does uh, Abraham Lincoln's voice. Yep. And Phil Lord and Chris Miller have gone on to make the 21 Jump Street movies, the Lego movies. The Deadpool movies, right? Or was that no. Some, no, somebody else? That's uh, somebody else, I yeah. think. Uh, but they made one other thing too that's a big it, deal. Uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse. Into yes. the Spider Verse. Yeah. Yes. Um, and man, I've loved everything they've done. It's it's they're so close to my uh, belief of what is good and what is great comedy. Um, but yeah, so it's coming back. It says um, blah blah blah. According to a Viacom release, series writer Erica Rivanoja. Will serve as showrunner and will also be co-writing the pilot with Lord and Miller. Nice. Um, but man, that's so awesome. I'm very excited. Um, uh, Lawrence. Huh, hold on. What? Who's Lawrence? Who are they talking about? Oh, Bill Lawrence. Co-creators Bill Lawrence, Phil Lord, and Chris Miller. Yeah. I guess Bill Lawrence also created Scrubs and Cougar Town. Yes. I see. Now I see it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I love, I love Clone High. I've also been thinking about the Clerks animated cartoon recently. It's very good. Oh, it's so funny. I was showing Gina the ending of the courtroom episode yep. with bears driving. and Oh, it's so funny. All right. <clears throat> From GameStop. GameSpot. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater documentary will release digitally in August. We've been talking about this for a little bit. Um, it's called Pretending I'm a Superman. And... Uh, 
It was, I think it was on, um, was it on like GoFundMe or something or Kickstarter? I think so, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's funny because they also are doing the Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remasters. Which comes out in September. Right. And I was wondering if like, you know, are these projects going to basically be like, hey, documentary, come be part of, you know, what we're doing or something. Right. Um, so yeah, so uh, that's going to be coming out in August, which I'm very excited for. All right. So we talked about the... Uh, the Seth Rogen pickle movie? Yes. And the trailer dropped. Did you see the trailer for it? I did not watch the trailer oh, for man. it. Okay, the movie is called An American Pickle. And basically, I didn't get this from the original description, but Seth Rogen plays someone in like, you know, let's call it the no, 1920s. I think it's 1919. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse and, me. I'm sorry it, I keep clearing my throat. It's all right. Um, and he falls into a pickle barrel. Yes. Filled but, with brine. So he comes back right. and Seth Rogen himself plays yep. his great, great... Or his great grandson, right? And it's a it's a movie where he plays both roles as the main characters. Oh, it's great! I didn't know that. This will be Seth Rogen's Jack and Jill. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to quote for the poster. Yes, and uh, yeah, man, it it. Uh, I saw the trailer. It looks really fun. I think it could be a really fun small comedy, which I love. It's my favorite thing. Yep. And uh, go check it out. The American. It's called an American Pickle, and the trailer is out now. And it's going to launch on HBO Max. When is it? I don't know when it's coming out, but it's coming out on August 6th. There you go. More Seth Rogen news from GameSpot.com. You hear about this? I I don't know. No. So you don't know if you heard about it? I don't know if I heard about it. How would I know what I've heard about until you say so much Seth Seth Rogen Rogen news news that you're like, I might have heard about it. I might not have. You know what? That's true. I might have heard about it. I I can't conclusively state one way or the other. Okay. I'm going to say it and then you're going to tell me if you heard about it. Okay, good. But I'm going to give only clues. Oh, good. <laughs> New uh-huh. blank, blank movie in oh, the boy. works with Seth Rogen. Oh, boy. All right. No, I have not heard about it. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you uh, another hint. Okay. This is, from the, this is from the article, GameSpot.com. Okay, good. They're blank, blank, and heading back to the big screen. Who is it? Oh, are they locked and loaded? Is it Pineapple Express? No. Oh. Come on, right from the screen. Uh, lean. Yeah, lean. it's one of them. No, not uh. mean. Lean Green. It's a, new, a sequel to Pickle movie. New Ninja Turtles movie in the works with Seth Rogen. Wow. Isn't that amazing? They're Lean Green and heading back to the big screen. I mean, they might also be mean. We don't no, really. Raph, well, Raphael is pretty mean. All right, that's crude. I like prefer yeah, to call him crude. He's, yeah. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles getting another movie, the seventh of the franchise. The new film will be animated much like 2007's TNT, TMNT and has some interesting names attached. The film will be produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg and James Weaver. Uh, Jeff Rowe, best known for writing animated shows like Gravity Falls and Netflix's Disenchantment, will direct. The script is coming from Brendan O'Brien, who previously wrote the Neighbors movie starring Seth Rogen, as well as The House and Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it is. Um, Given that 2020 is the 30th anniversary of the first movie, as well as the 30th anniversary of the Coming Out of Their Shells tour. Ah, yes. The timing couldn't be any any better to bring the four walking, talking, mutilated, <laughs> mutated yep. turtles, presumably their arch nemesis Shredder. I, back I hope Shredder screen. doesn't mutilate them. Yeah, I know. Um, but isn't that crazy? Seth Rogen and Turtles? It ah, is. I love them. I love them both. It is. I, I, uh, I'm excited to see kind of the tone of that film. Because it seems like it's, it's such a comedy-heavy... Um, background yes right which i think is great yeah that's perfect for them from gamespot.com wow a lot of news 
Netflix sued weeks, like for that. having emotional Sherlock Holmes in spinoff movie. Isn't uh, that kind of a strange title? It is. Uh, the streaming giant has been sued for copyright infringement by the Conan Doyle estate over the upcoming film Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes is an upcoming Netflix film starring Stranger Things' Millie Bobby Brown as the sister of the legendary detective Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Who will be played by Henry Cavill. Okay. Even though the movie is based on the novel series by Nancy Springer, Netflix is now being sued for copyright infringement by the estate of Sherlock Holmes, um, creator Arthur right, Conan Doyle. Right. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the character of Holmes has been in the public domain since 2014. However, not every story featuring Holmes is. The last 10 books, published between 1923 and 1927, remain under control of the Conan Doyle estate. Enola Holmes was created by Springer, and the new lawsuit argues that the Sherlock Holmes depicted in the movie is that of the later books. Huh. Netflix is being sued uh, being sued for copyright infringement alongside Springer and publishers Random House. Um, Seems com- bizarre. Yeah. The complaint states, after the stories that are now in the public domain and before the copyrighted stories, the Great War happened. In World War I, Conan Doyle lost his eldest son. Four months later, he lost his brother. When Conan Doyle came back to Holmes in the copyrighted stories between 1923 and 1927, it was no longer enough that the Holmes character was the most brilliant, rational, and analytical mind. Holmes needed to be human. Human. The character needed to develop human connection and empathy. Um, in other words, Conan Doyle, the Conan Doyle estate claimed they owned the warmer, more emotional Holmes, as opposed to the more logic-driven version found in the earlier public domain books. Interesting. Yes. Um the complaint goes on to state that anyone looking to adapt this version of Holmes must license these creative elements. But Netflix and Springer did not do this. As THR notes, this isn't the first time the Doyle estate has attempted to retain some control over depictions of the character in 2014 to suit Miramax of the movie Mr. Holmes. The suit was later settled. So what do you think? Uh, you know, I think this will settle. Pretty strange, though. It is. It is. And... Uh... Yeah, the argument that the character in the later books is different because of emotions. and Oh, isn't that weird? You're like, so in is. other words, if you make a movie about Sherlock Holmes, you know, you might be okay, but if he likes his family, you're not That's okay. That's a problem, yeah. It's pretty strange. It is. Yeah. There's a series of books, and I, oh boy, hang on, let me look up the author, uh, that feature yes. basically Sherlock Holmes getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. And... See, uh, those, those books couldn't be licensed, or couldn't, and they're not in the... Uh, that those that can't be part of the the uh, public domain. Thereby, he, thereby, he has some emotions. Thereby, Lori R. King, and uh, ba- basically he he gets married and his wife helps him solve all these mysteries and she's, you know, as analytical as him and sometimes she saves him and sometimes he saves her. Wow. You know, they're 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 fun books to read. I went through them a couple. I went through probably the first twelve a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, enjoyable stuff. Nice, that's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, from Gamespot. Wow, we should be sued by Gamespot. Was their writing the one that was subpar? Nope. Laugh button. Got it. The Office Oral History Podcast coming soon. Yes. uh, Brian Baumgartner is involved in that in some way, right? Our buddy. Yeah. We uh, we interviewed him at uh, last year's Rhode Island Comic Con. Yes. The Office fans are getting another podcast, both hosted by and featuring guest appearances from the stars. Starting July 14th, Spotify will be the exclusive home for the upcoming Oral History of the Office podcast. It'll be hosted by Brian Baumgartner who played Kevin, and the 12-episode run will feature interviews with Steve Carell, John Krasinski, Rain Wilson, Angela Kinsey, Jenna Fisher, and many more. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What do you think about that? You know, I, I there's an audience for it. 
Uh, clearly, certainly. So we're kind of we're first we're just getting into I think the world where limited series podcasts that are about things like this yep. are happening. Like the Sopran Talking Sopranos just started, and the Office podcast with Jenna Fisher just started. But there are there previous ones that are serious and like an oral history or like a look back in the show that's like kind of, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Analytical and like kind of going by episode by episode or. It's weird because I know that like with Lost, there were podcasts mm, wow. that. Uh, At the same time? Yeah, that kind of came out like the week after. But I don't know that it was like. With the, the same level of access, yeah, oh, I see, I see, and I see. and maybe like Damon well, Lindelof was on, or Carl or Carlton right, Cuse, right. or J.J. Abrams was on. See, that's that's different. It, right, I mean, the the, right. the fan episode, the fan stuff, obviously, has been around for a long time. But the idea of like the people who made it are now going to make a podcast about the history right. of it is so cool. I love that. And I was like, the things that I want to hear about that could do that. So well, there's, right. there's so many things. There's yeah. so many different properties that I'd love to hear the background of in a, like an oral history kind of way. Yeah, and we know that Brian Baumgartner directed a lot of the later episodes of The Office. Right. So right. getting that perspective as well as an actor, like really it's, cool. it's, it's, it's going to be, excuse me, it's going to be great. Yeah. GameSpot.com. Ah, okay. Dormant Battletoads reboot might be nearing release. A new entry in the Battletoads, Battletoads series was rated by Brazil's Games Board, which is its first sign of life since August 2019. Game enthusiasts of a certain age will still bear the scars from the infamous speeder bike levels of the yes. original Battletoads, and you might be able to test your skills again soon. The Battletoads reboot that was first announced in E3 2018 is finally showing signs of life um, because the game recently appeared on Brazil's state-running rating board. Um Typically, games don't receive ratings from such agencies unless they're relatively close to launch. Originally slated for a 2019 release, the Battletoads reboot is under development by uh, Dalala Studios under the supervision of Rare. It would be the first entry in the series since Battletoads arcade game from 1994. Really cool. I think I uh, I had rented Battletoads a few times or borrowed it from friends. And, mm -hmm. you know, they talk about the speeder bike level, which is infamous. In, in gaming history, and I, I, I didn't get past that. However, many years later, using emulation software on a computer, by the way, without a, without a controller, like using the keyboard as my up, down, left, right, BA oh or whatever, I, I don't think I finished the game, but I got really far into the game because you could use save states and it's easier to memorize a pattern in the speeder bike level or in the you're on a wheel uh, affixed to the walls level when you can save it every five or 10 seconds. Wow. So I definitely cheated. I, again, don't think I finished the game, but I, I know I did pretty well. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm interested. I, that's another game series kind of similar as like, you know, a game series that like I've been like, oh, I'll pick up this for a second and yeah. never really got really into. Battletoads is one of those series. What's the history of Battletoads? It was released for what? Nintendo, NES. The original Nintendo? Yes. Then what? Um, Are there I, a bunch I, of sequels or not really? I, I think there's like Battletoads versus Double Dragon or something. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Maybe for SNES or mm -hmm. Genesis. You know, there were probably a couple games for the 16-bit systems and then nothing really after that. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Really cool. All right. Um, let's see. So that's kind of all the news I have. Um, but that was a lot of news in a small amount of time, right? Yeah, it was. We did great. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm sorry my nose is uh, really packed tonight. You Gross. Know? Yeah, it's disgusting. I wish I could get rid of uh, this phlegm. I wish I, I'm struggling with uh, breathing through my nose yep. and uh, it makes me struggle to talk. Well, as you know, uh, 
in order for me to take the focus for a second here, I have a birthday coming up this week. I turned 42 this week, which is not as exciting as it would have been three weeks ago, but it is still exciting. Anytime you survive another trip around the sun, it is a cause for celebration because a lot of people don't get that. So... Uh, my friends, Katie and Morgan, they live in Providence. I know their address, and it's one of the few addresses I know off the top of my head. So, like, when I'm in the grocery store... Can I quiz you? I, I'm not going to say their address while can't we're quiz recording. quiz you on all the different ones? I can't quiz you on the one you I, mentioned. I, I know yours. I know Lou and Laura's. Ready? Let's see. McDonald's in Brighton. All right. It's 191... <laughs> Brighton Avenue. I just think you know every address. Um, But basically, I've I've become like, you know, wink, wink, pen pals with my friends at this house. Oh, boy. Uh, And I will just buy them cards, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, send them a a Thanksgiving card like in early October. And like, and so, you know, it's kind of a nice, fun thing. And so they sent me a birthday card today. Chuck noticed it when he walked in. I did. Uh, And I I will read this birthday card to you. Uh, It has gold foil um, a gold foil outline. It is perforated as though it's a ticket of some sort. And it reads birthday farting coupon. This entitles you to three blame free farts on your birthday. Fart types covered include standard eggy, loud raspers, bubble and squeaks, trouser rippers, and silent, but deadly. Then on the inside, it says have a blast. Happy birthday. And they just scrolled out the birth part. So it's just says happy day. And then there's some some nice notes from Katie and Morgan in there. What's an eggy? Like, is that a fart I, I, that smells that like eggs? That smells bad, yeah. Oh, well, Jesus. It's sulfur. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's cool to get mail. Yeah. And yeah. it just feels good. So, you know, even though I don't know that that is the card I would have selected <laughs> to have sent to me. Uh, I, I texted them when I got it and I was like, oh man, Chuck's going to be blamed for so many farts this weekend. That's funny. Three of them. Yeah. Wow. Do you fart a lot around them? <laughs> Your face, I don't you think so. I don't. I, I, for, for a second, you were like, is this why they got me that? I saw that flash like, huh? in your eyes. Um, well then I, you know, so I, I told them, I'm like, oh, I'm going to blame all my farts on Chuck this weekend. And Morgan wrote fart on Brad except she didn't put a comma. So it just says fart on Brad. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. So do you think there's a there's a slight chance that like this is inspired by like the fact that like you, you have a fart problem? Or? I don't think I have a fart problem around them. But I don't know. You know, maybe Your I farts do. are a problem. That's all that's, I'm I mean, that's just that's a that's a solid point. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's you know, it's just nice to get mail. It just felt yeah. good. And it gave like you it. a chance to clear your nose. So I like it a lot. Yeah. I like that mail. Um I like embarrassing cards. Yes. We, I like we dumb like, cards. Oh yeah. Oh, We'd love man. to do it to Ray in our Halloween episode last year. Oh yeah. All right, yeah. So I wanted to get into my my trip with filming with Tell him Steve Dave. Sure. Um and uh yeah, I had a lot of it was like I said, it was like one of the longest trips we've done. Right. It was the longest trip we've done in the most many projects. Um and I thought it'd be fun to talk about it. Let's hear it. So me and you left on the same day. We left on Tuesday, right? Yes, we did. Or last week. Yes. What was the date? Uh June thirtieth. You want me to start? Um uh basically yeah, go ahead. All right. I flew. Um wow. d- didn't didn't sleep a ton the night before and uh you know, got up. Got cleaned up, went to the airport, mask on at like 4.51. Man, flying with the mask. Right, oh, and, that's and I, I, was, I was pretty apprehensive about it. 
you know, everyone who doesn't know, coronavirus has hit the nation. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case they forgot. Yes. Uh, I put my my cloth mask on, went inside, you know, good social distancing. Everyone in the Providence airport that I saw was wearing a mask. Some some people didn't have it over their nose all the time, but but for the most part, everyone was good. Like, I'd say 98%. Perfect mask wearing. Wow. Two percent. No, not no. Uh, e- e- either like it's pulled down or there. Like you know, one guy was like talking to his son, like his infant son, mm-hmm. like nuzzling him, and I'm like, well, I can't fault him for not taking off the mask. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're bo- a sucker for uh, nuzzling, nuzzling infants. Oh yeah, yeah. One of my favorite things to see in an airport. It's funny because like nuzzled infants. <laughs> whenever you see an infant, I, you always go up to the parent and go. May I nuzzle? Yes. And they say, what? You're your infant. Yes. As you always say. Yes. I do always say that. Yep. And regardless of what they say, I'm going in for a nuz. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They could be like, well, I don't know. And I'm already, it's too late. I'm already nose deep in my nuz. Right. Um, boarded the, the, the flight. Southwest is doing two thirds capacity. So mm-hmm. nobody is, you know, you don't have to... Nobody has to sit in a middle seat. Everybody can go aisle window. Mm-hmm. We were a little undersold. So I had not just my row to myself, but the row across the aisle to, me, to myself. And mm-hmm. again, I'm like, oh, this is great. I can finally like fall asleep on a flight. Yeah. I struggle with it. I had over the ear headphones. They pinched my ears and hurt. Right. So I couldn't use those and like could not get comfortable, did not fall asleep. And at this point, like seriously running on 20 minutes of sleep. Oh, uh, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, it's man. Being in an airplane yep. and being like wicked tired and it was, like uncomfortable. Oh, it was, worst. it was brutal. Although you're not being, uh, you I'm, know, I'm not, not crowded. You're, you're not crowded. Yeah. Which, is, which makes it that's that's really way worse. Yes. Did you feel like the air was too thick? I mean, you're wearing a mask no, too. No, you know what? All right. So I they they serve a thing of like, you know, Southwest brand Chex Mix mm. along with a cup of water, ice water. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they don't want the flight attendants like next to people and like preparing all these, drink, you know, whatever, taking right. drink orders. So it's just water. Uh, and so I pulled my mask down to eat my Chex Mix, drink my water, mask mm-hmm. back up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, landed and honestly, like... I, all right, so if I landed at 8.15 Central Time, let's right around there. Yeah. Uh, probably 8.30 Central Time. By the time I get to my dad's car, uh, it was 8.45, yeah, Central? 7.45 Central. Basically, I had the mask on for about four hours, mm-hmm. and it was fine. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't like damaging. I didn't have any trouble with my respiration. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was definitely doable. So we drive back to Indiana, you know, my sister and, and my niece and nephew were there. My niece is almost 14. My nephew is almost 11. Yeah. They were super excited to see me. Uh, you know, we played some basketball. My dad has built many different games that are designed to be played with beanbags, including one that he calls Cornhole Ski Ball, yep. except he keeps pronouncing it Skeet Ball. And I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we played some of that in the morning. We went to a, a burger place called Shoop's Hamburgers. Shoop. Shoops, S-C-H-O-O-P-S. I love it. Mm-hmm. Got some Green River Soda, which is, you know, like Surge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but because we didn't want to eat in a restaurant, both my parents are in their 70s. My mom has asthma. Yep. Uh, we ate in the car, which, oh, isn't, yeah. which isn't bad. But yeah. my dad holds on to this mistaken belief that air conditioning, you shouldn't run air conditioning in your car when the car is idling. That it will somehow negatively affect the engine. <laughs> So it's like I love it. I love 88 that. degrees outside, a billion percent humidity. And it's like, all right, guys, eat your fresh off the grill hamburgers and French fries. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. 
can we please did turn the air? Can we turn the air conditioning on? I did, and he said, ah, the air con- yeah, the air conditioning works better when the car is in motion. Oh, I kind of think that that's true. Well, and then I said, even a little bit would help at this point, and he was like, nah, and he didn't turn it on. <laughs> He's just like you. Yeah. <laughs> he just has his, he has his, his beliefs. beliefs and he sticks. Well, yeah. yeah. So we went next door to Dairy Bell and oh, got, got some ice cream. and got a chocolate shake. We went to Target in St. John, Indiana. Mask compliance there. Thumbs down. Wow. Probably 75%. And like, what and do you think it, it means? It means that it's not required in Indiana. Maybe yeah. anymore. And, uh, how, and are there, like, how are there COVID cases? You know what? Their, the population is higher. So their number is higher. I know, but what they're, like their raw number is higher. Yeah. But percentage wise, uh, percentage wise, not as bad as Rhode Island. Really? Population density is different, but statewide though. Oh, so I like see what Lake you mean. County might be different because so many oh, people live closer together. But if you're spread out on a farm mm-hmm. and you don't see anyone for a week anyway, yeah, yeah. it's less of a big deal. No one tests your horse. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, and I was like disturbed at how many people weren't wearing masks. And it's wow. like a mom and her little like eight year old girl. And right. I'm like, I want to just boo them mm-hmm. to be like, you guys are, are part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, that, that's again, super sleepy. Emotions are raw. Like I, I have this chocolate milkshake that yeah. I got at Dairy Bell. And I'm like, I should, I should just dump this chocolate milkshake on this woman for not yeah. wearing a mask and be and like, this is what you that. deserve. I did not do that. So that was good. Yeah. Uh, went home, uh, the kids showed me Animal Crossing New Horizons, which mm-hmm. is a game for the Switch. Mm-hmm. I haven't really played it. It was, you know, it's fun. It's a, it's a run around and collect stuff game, mm-hmm. which like if I got that, that I would just be obsessed with it all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I don't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, talked with my mom and sister for a while. And then we went outside to play wiffle ball. We played wiffle ball home run derby, but you know, kind of half, you know, like, oh, I was pitching to my nephew. My sure. sister was pitching to my niece. Uh, the girls won. Uh, we went to Aurelio's Pizza in Cherville, my favorite pizza place in the world. Yes. For dinner that night. Yes. And uh, rem- just remember Aurelio's in Cherville, folks. That'll come up later. Yeah. Um, and then uh, went home and just kind of watched TV as a family. And then finally, I went to bed and then like was able to fall asleep. Yeah. On Tuesday for me, it like <clears throat> whenever I make the drive from Rhode Island to New Jersey, like <clears throat> one of the most important things to me is like. I don't want to be in traffic yes. and I don't want to feel, I realize this time too, I don't know if this happens to you. I thought about this. I'd rather drive at night. Yes. You know why? That, that's when I was going back and forth to Bradley university where yeah. I went to college, two and a half hour drive from home. I'm like, yeah, let me leave at seven 30. Yeah. Because then there's no traffic. I get there at 10. I'm friends with, you know, all the other RAs and RDs. They can get me my key. Yes. That's, that was, you want to know why I think I feel that way? Why is that? Because if you drive during the day, yep. There's just more like distractions, like people are doing things. There's this place is open, this place, all these people. You almost feel like you're wasting time just sitting in a car for hours. Right. When at night, it just feels like you're being productive while other people aren't being productive. Yeah, your task is to drive. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why. But anyway. No, I'm with I you 100%. Till, yeah. yeah, I waited till nighttime. I went to Meeting Street Cafe in Providence. I was like, I can eat a Meeting Street sandwich on the road. Oh, yeah. I can't. It was so it, big. It's so messy, yeah. I get a grilled chicken club oh, from there. Oh, yeah. It was the best one I've had in years. Wow. And I got their pasta salad. Best I've had in years. Nice. It was incredible. Meeting Street Cafe. If you come to Rhode Island, go to Meeting Street Cafe in Providence and get the Grilled Chicken Club. And man, it was so good. I, I can't overestimate. I pulled over and normally I would be frustrated that I'm pulling over right. to eat and wasting time. It was, oh, I don't know why it was so good. Um, and Did the air conditioning running while you pulled over? Well, 
I have this long-standing belief. Uh huh. You know, actually, I did have it running, and yeah. my car stopped working. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no. Um, so I started driving, and it's funny because a lot of times I'll save up podcasts for a drive. Yeah. I was making the drive alone. Gina was going to come later in the week, uh, my girlfriend, and uh, I went. I was looking the night before, and I was like, "There's so many movie comment- commentaries that I've never listened to that right. I'd like to." I'm never going to be in my house and put on a movie and put on the commentary and just like have it play. Right. I mean, maybe if I'm cleaning all day around my main TV, but like, it just doesn't make any sense. So I looked and I found a website that had a bunch of commentaries. Right. And I downloaded all the commentaries for all the Rick and Morty episodes. Oh, nice. With Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Um, And then also I downloaded the commentary for Funny People with Judd Apatow, Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen. And so I was driving and I'm like, let me put on this, uh, this uh, Funny People commentary. Yeah. Man, it was so good. It made me emotional because oh, yeah. I missed making. I miss making stuff. Yes. I miss like doing stuff, doing live shows, and I don't know. It made me a little bit emotional. But hearing them talk about the movie, like Sandler, I don't know if I don't know if people realize this. Sandler doesn't really do interviews. He just started doing interviews again. Did you realize that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I did. He, a long time ago, I guess he said he doesn't do print interviews because they can kind of misquote him or right. present his words differently than what he said. But he did this, and man. It was so, it was, he was so funny in it. Rogan was so funny. Judd Apatow was so good. All the stuff about the movie, the stuff they came up with, it reintroduced me to Funny People, which is a movie I love. Right. And like, you know, you think about the project, and a lot of people, you know, if you don't know about it, it was kind of presented as Judd Apatow's next comedy, but it's really very serious for a lot of it, very sad. And Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, Aziz Ansari, um, all these different people, Sandler, really went and did yeah. stand-up. And I found out, listening to the commentary, all of it was real shows. None of it was extras. Yeah. So they went and they, they said that there might have been a total of seven shows at arenas of different sizes, and they were all real audiences. And they said, we're filming this for Judd Apatow's next movie, but they didn't give them any context. Wow. So it was just Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, and Adam Sandler going to do comedy Without any idea of like these are you know who they're playing in the movie, what their characters are like. Yep. And do you remember when Adam Sandler goes on stage with a piano and he yeah. plays kind of a sad song and he's like, he's like, I am the funny man, I bring the comedy. And at the end, he's like, he's like, uh, what will you do when I'm gone? And then he says like, he's like, he's like, we always had we, we always had a strained relationship. You always wanted too much from me. And like you know, he's like, don't come to my grave, peace. And he leaves the stage. Yeah. That was a whole set that he did. Wow. Just went out with a piano and just imp- did improv, made up stuff, and played piano the whole time. Wow. So all of that was real. The James Taylor thing, they were like, yeah, we told him like we'd film the whole thing if he wants to put it out as a concert. So he did a bunch of his songs and stuff like yeah. that. All of it was just real shows. And they just took clips of it and put it in the movie. That's amazing. It was crazy. I was yeah. like, oh, this is so good. And uh, yeah, they talked a lot about different ideas and stuff like they're like Jonah Hill didn't like, I don't know if you remember the movie. Jonah Hill makes this stupid cat video with him as one of the cats. Yes. And Seth Rogen hates it, but he gets a ton of views. Right. He's like, they're like, Jonah Hill never got that joke. He never understood what it was. He's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. We convinced him to do it, but he just didn't get what it was going to be. Right. Um, and there's a lot of stuff like that they talked about behind the scenes. And I'm like, oh, it was so good. And I don't know. I just loved it. It made me feel like I'm driving, you know, I'm driving to go do these film projects. It just made me feel... Uh, I don't know, raw emotionally. Yes. But I called you. Yes. Called uh, Harring- Ray Harrington, our buddy. And I was like, man, I don't know. I loved it. Me and Ray talked on the phone that night. We had a big talk about Sandler and comedy and what are our favorite comedies. And Ray was like, 
He said Ferris Bueller is one of his favorite comedies. I'm like, I don't know if that counts as a, as a straight up comedy. Oh, those movies from the yeah. 80s, like Gremlins, Ghostbusters, like all these Back to the Future. Like, there's all these elements of comedy. I think I think Ferris Bueller is more closer to comedy, right? But it's almost like I think of it like an adventure adventure movie more than just a yeah. comedy. I don't know. Anyway, like Ferris Bueller is cool. You know, he's such a right. cool guy. Right. I don't know. Anyway, but I listened to that uh, and I got into town late and I stayed in Hazlitt, New Jersey, which which is I stayed at the Hazlitt Holiday Inn, which I don't normally stay in. I normally stay in the West Long Branch Holiday Inn, right? Because it's a little bit more. Uh, it's like it was newly renovated. I, I love staying there, to be honest. Um, but I stayed in the Hazlitt one, which feels a little trashier. Mm, because it's so not renovated. Trashy trash bags. Nice. You say? Because it's not renovated or because of the environs? It's just like my room smelled a little smoky. Ah, okay. You know, we saw some trashy people there. It seems yep. like a trashy place. But uh, that was fine. The drive was fine. Probably four hours. Flew by. The, dri- the drive is like nothing to me now. Yep. Um, How so- long are you leaving the mask on in the hotel room? I know you just. Dis- I, I know you disinfected it. I saw your picture of you with a, a big bottle of Lysol inside the room. Yeah, where, did you wear it inside the room or just the public spaces of the hotel? Um, I don't think I don't think I ever wear my mask when no one is near me. Okay. Do you ever wear your mask when no one's near you? Um, you know, I put it on like as I'm walking to the like from my car into the grocery store. Really? Or the outside? Laundry- yeah. Well, I mean, like, well, as you're, I'm walking, you're putting it on. Uh, uh, as as for utilitarian reasons, like yes. I got out of my car and put my mask on, yes. not because you're like this walk is dangerous, right? Yeah, that's correct, right? Yes. So you're just doing it because it's a thing to do, right? As opposed to put, and I probably wouldn't put it on until I go into the grocery store, right? I don't wear it when I'm not around people, right? Um, in my hotel room, yep. So you're supposed to wear it in the hotel the whole time, yes. I did not wear it when I got into my hotel room. I sprayed Lysol, non bleach, no bleach, yep. Multi surface cleaner all over everything in that fucking yeah. hotel room it oh, was sure. like i was like i prayed all over my pillows I, I put it on top of the blanket opened the blanket on top of the sheets then under the sheets everything i'm like i don't care i'm like worst thing that's happening to me is i'm sleeping in lysol and i'm taking a shower tomorrow morning yeah who cares yeah right but i sprayed it everywhere gina did not like it when she came and showed up and there was just lysol over all the pillows that's she was funny. like this is not how you're supposed to use lysol and i was like i don't know covid yep um but yeah, and the next day I had to, uh, I did not have to get up early. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to, you know, I just had a leisurely night of uh, of listening to commentary and, and sleeping. Nice. I probably got, no, no I ate the meeting street. That's right. So yes. Um, how was your Wednesday? Wednesday uh, started with yard work. Do we always leave town at the same time every year? Uh, we, we've done it more than once. Like many, many times. Yeah. It seems like weird. Um, yard work with, yeah. with my dad. Basically, the neighbor's like hedges are encroaching in, in the backyard, and it's hard for him to mow along the fence. Okay. So we trimmed those. And then uh, basically the, the town of Dyer did some work at my parents' house, like in, in the neighborhood, like a yeah. new sewage pump or, or something. Sure. And they had to dig up the backyard like last August. Yeah. So they dug up the backyard and in doing so messed up the fence and they put dirt back in and they're like, all right, your fence is fine. But mm-hmm. as the dirt yeah. like sank, mm-hmm. it messed up the fence again. And so my dad was like, oh, I can't wait until you're here so we can fix that fence. And I'm like, great. <laughs> um, and again, For like, those who don't know, Brad is not a... Not a handyman. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say that, but you're not a... You're not an outdoorsy, let's get some work done, man. I am not. I think you, I, might, be, I, you, think I, you might be handy. I would mow the grass. Are you handy? Maybe uh, you're not handy. I, you know, I, I feel like I could be. 
but I'm too lazy to be handy. Mm-hmm, okay. Uh, so mark that on my, my tombstone. I will. Um, but that tombstone is getting full. It really is. We're, we're going to need a second we're one. We're going to get two. Yes. <laughs> um, I had a morbid thought. Sometimes I'm like, you know, it's really good that we have the podcast and we do the podcast because if one of us dies, yep. the people that like us yep. can listen to the podcast and know our feelings on so many things in life. I like the idea of like my niece and nephew being very sad about my premature death. And they're like, I just want to know what he thought about Guitar Hero. And they go back and listen to episode 11. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Zane is like, uh, man, he was a real dick to Chuck about yes. Rock Band. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he was. <laughs> they, you know what would, is more likely that they'd be like, what's Guitar Hero? Yes, that's true. Um, but really, do you ever think that? I do. I think it's like, it's like you know what? Like, remember Roger Ebert? Yes. Remember his jaw got all like mashed potato-y? Yes, I do. Uh, they took all of his old things he said in interviews yep. and they made a new voice for him at some point. Wow. You know that? I didn't. Some college students made it so that when he like talked like Stephen Hawking, uh-huh. it was his voice. Oh. Yeah. So they could probably do that to us. Oh, good. Let's see. What words? Well, you know what? We better throw in some words we don't normally say. Aardvark. But then also like aardvark? Prestidigitation. Or? What does that mean? Prestidigitation? Uh, it's like magic, like uh, misdirection with the hands. Oh, really? Misdirection? Yeah. Well, digit is in there. So, oh, I yeah. see. Okay. All right. Anyway. Yes. If we, if we die, right. feel free to like listen to our podcast. Look, the important thing is we got the fence fixed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I talk about like my lack of kind of skill. Yes. And my dad was like, you know, I used the chain fall and I used this hydraulic jack and I used this thing. And I'm like, I wouldn't even know. Like if you were like, hey, you need to get this fence rail into the, that corner post. Yeah. I'd be like, nope. We're just going to live with a broken fence. Yeah, I know. Um, and, you know, I to the, like I don't actually know how he did it because he was like, hold this pole, which I did. Mm-hmm. And he, I think, brute forced it to get into the, the new fence cap. But it's fixed. Um, you know, he, he did a lot of uh, wood chipping. And again, <clears throat> my dad is 73 now. And he is less significantly less mobile than he was. He has problems with his knees, his hips, and his back right now. Right. And it's... It's hard for me to watch him struggle struggle yeah. because he's my dad. He's supposed to be strong. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he talked about like the week before my sister got there, like they went out for dinner and he's like, everybody at the restaurant stared because I was having so much trouble getting up from the table and walking to the front door. Really? And I'm like, oh, that's like scary for me that my dad is, you know, that immobile. And he thinks that with, uh, with an, another knee surgery, he'll be in better shape. Yeah. But if my mom goes back out to Arizona with my sister, then there's no one around to take care of my dad after his knee surgery. So he has to wait until my mom is home for a long enough time, but she can't drive because she had a stroke in January. So right. it's a, it's a mess. Yeah. Medical uh, stuff, man. Yeah. It's, oh, it, and you, you know, never think of it. You go back, you go back to when you're a kid and like you worry about like, well, someday I'll need to pay for a house. Someday I'll need to pay yep. for this, but you don't think about medical stuff. Yep. You know? Yeah. So we got cleaned up after fixing the fence and whatnot, went mm-hmm. to Culver's for lunch, which is a chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they serve, among other things, butter burgers yeah. and uh, delicious root beer. What is she, a butter burger? It, you know, I think they butter the burger before they put it on the grill and possibly also butter the buns. It's not a health food restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For my side, I got cheese curds. So yeah, nice. uh, it was good stuff. Uh, played some lacrosse, like just catch with lacrosse sticks mm-hmm. uh, in the front yard. And then I went to get fireworks. My feelings on patriotism, especially in 2020, are complicated. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know that I really was psyched about getting fireworks, mm-hmm. uh, but the kids enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And to me, spending time with my family is like, this is just part of it. Mm-hmm. Now, in previous years, we went shopping as a family. And I really think my parents spent like over $250 last year on fireworks, maybe over $300. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to spend that. Like we had too many last year. It went on for too long. Like the neighbors all have them. It's legal in Indiana. And in fact, like, because Dyer is right on the state line. It's illegal not to do it in Indiana. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of fireworks shops because people will come over from Illinois Mm -hmm. to buy fireworks and take them back to Illinois. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm like, we don't need a big show for us. And so I went through and I select, you know, like they're ones that shoot up in the air and then they, they're little parachutes and they come down and the kids like run around and try and catch them. And they love doing those. So I got some, whatever. I spent $140 on fireworks. A lot of fireworks. You know, you'd think it was, but it really wasn't. <laughs> um, we picked up some pizza from Dante's House of Pizza mm-hmm. in Munster. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, we, you know, we ate the pizza outside on the deck and there was a little breeze. The humidity had broken a little bit uh, and kind of watched. I, I think we watched the, the TV show Don't. It's a game show hosted by Adam Scott, produced by mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Better than I thought it would be. That's good. Because Ryan Reynolds, like, ne- never seen, but he's like he has kind of a running commentary throughout the episode. Oh, interesting. That's yeah, weird. I didn't it, even it, hear about like, this. Like, I definitely, like, it's worth at least one watch. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, a family-friendly version of Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, I was like... Like Just Friends? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, again, worth a watch. You mm-hmm. know, it's a summer show. It's not like, it's it's super crucial. But, like, I, th- I thought it was fun. Uh, and so that was kind of my Wednesday was the yard work and, uh, and the lacrosse and the, the fireworks, but oh, firework, uh, mask, mask usage at the fireworks stand, fireworks store again, cluttered. <laughs> it's like, uh, it was, it was, you know what? Like <laughs> going to a fireworks stand in Indiana in the middle of a pandemic, unsurprising, probably <laughs> like 40% mask usage. Yeah. Uh, none of, it. none of the employees had them on. Wow. And I'm like, Oh, I don't like, I, I just want to be out of here. I just want to go. Um, yeah. I should have waited and gone the following morning when there were fewer people there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that, that was like, all right, well, this is, I have to go pick up the pizza anyway. So I may as well also get fireworks. Yeah. So that was my Wednesday. So we film at the comic book store, Jane and Bob secret stash. Right. In Red Bank, New Jersey. Which means that we can't film until the store closes. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we can't be like, oh, let's, you know, we have a bunch of stuff. Let's film at 10 a.m. Yeah. Because people are, it's an active comic book store and people right. come in and out all day. So I get there kind of like maybe an hour before close. And um, what time do they close? 6 p.m.? 6, yeah. Okay. So I usually get there around 5. And it's funny, this trip was kind of weird because, you know, I'm not going to get too into this because it's very boring. Um, I've been switching my, my gear, my camera gear. Yeah. You know, as active podcasters, filmmakers, whatever, we have a lot of gear that we have, including, uh, you know, our microphones and our <clears throat> audio recorders, my cameras and stuff like that. Lighting, lighting setup. System. Yeah. So if I had to honestly give you an estimate of how many individual items I have to bring for the whole filming, I bet it's more than 400 items. Wow. Uh, in terms of like... This adapter that does this, yep. this size cord, this, you know, all these different yeah. things. It's tons and tons of stuff. And, you know, we recently upgraded our audio setup. We've got all different microphones. Yes. Um, I recently upgraded my lighting setup, got all different lights. Right. 
And I recently upgraded my camera setup, but when Walt called me to come film, we usually plan it like a month ahead of time. Right. This was probably, I probably had less than two weeks notice yes. that we were, I was going to come. Um, and so my, even though I had kind of finalized all the stuff I'm going to get for my film setup, it was actually so close to the time that Walt called me to film. I had to have some of it sent to the stash, like in the mail. Right. Um, and I didn't even have all of it by the time I left. So because I wanted to cover myself and we're doing all this filming and all this podcast recording, I brought all of my gear, my new setups, audio, lighting, and video, right. and my old setups wow. just to have with me yep. in case anything unexpected came up. Yep. So the amount of stuff that I had in my car was more than ever. It was just a crazy amount. Um, and so every day I'm bringing maybe three trips of bags into the hotel. Wow. Then back out the next morning, yep. then into the stash, unload, and at the end of filming, load it up, three trips into my car, back to the hotel, three trips into my hotel. Wow. Yeah. I'm redoing my whole setup right now to really separate stuff that is important to bring back in. Right. Like cameras, SD cards, batteries, uh, stuff that's expensive or could right. be damaged by heat, whatever, versus stuff like desktop microphone stands, tripods, lighting right, stands right. that I could leave in the car. Yep. Um, or leave at the stash. I leave a lot of my gear at the stash as well. Right. So it's it's also weird because I'm there by myself, which is not typical. So I'm like, all right, I don't have to be at the stash until five o'clock. Yep. And I wake I wake up. I'm like, what the hell do I do? I did go to sleep really late, so I woke up like late, like probably like eleven thirty. Yep. I'm like, you know what? Let me go. I'm like, I'm gonna go and look around for good coffee and good bagel sandwiches. So I went to Rook Coffee. Got a great coffee. Nice. Um. I went to Sheepshed Bagel. I don't know if it's Sheepshead or Sheepshed, but it's one word. Okay. Um, and got a pretty good bagel sandwich. I like that a lot. This is all in Hazlitt. Um, went back to the hotel, got ready, and went to the store. And I, I walk in, and Walt's like, "All right." He's like, "He's like, you know, this is the first time I'm seeing everybody." He's like, "What's up? I'm seeing Getum and everybody." And, I, and like, you know, we know each other really well now because we've been filming together for so long. Right. I feel really comfortable in the store now. You know, when you first start filming there. You feel a little bit like, like, oh man, they, they filmed comic book men here. It's Kevin right. Smith's store. All these guys I grew up like, you know, the first time I knew about Walt Flanagan might've been in like 1998. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's weird. Um, you know, you know what the store is, the secret, you know, Jane and Bob's secret stash, all the, all the props in the movies. But now I'm just used to all the people there and everything there. Now I'm way more comfortable. Right. So I'm like, oh, what's up? I see Mike. So you get him, everybody. Um, and, uh. We know we're filming for a full week. It's 14 videos. It's way more than we've... Probably more than twice as much as than we've ever filmed before. Right. A lot of responsibility. And you got to think like the SD cards, the backing up, the logging, the the uh, staying on top of labeling these audio files and video yep. files. It's so much work. And we're all getting ready for it. I go in and Walt's like, all right, man. He's like, first snag of the week is here. And we had uh, we were filming that night. I'm not going to get into the projects we filmed because I don't right. know you know what's going to be say secret or not. But that night we were supposed to film some new stuff for one of the Frank Five Rewind shows, which is one of the shows we do for Patreon, right? And this new series of podcasts with uh, um this guy Brian Nichelle who worked on Comic Book Men, right? And we we're supposed to film it over the course of two nights. And it's like, well, it's like first snack of the week. We can't film. T- we can't film tomorrow with him. So we have to film everything we were planning for day one and two on day one. Wow. So I got to the stash probably at like 
4.50 p.m. And we shot until 2 a.m. that night in the store. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. And it was also tough because it was the only crew was me. Yeah. And I was running three cameras and recording five audio tracks and monitoring everything at the same time the whole time. Right. Um, And I'm using new cameras that I'm this is this, that night was my first time using two of new, my new cameras. Yeah. So I was a little bit like, I got to make sure this is all set. Um, but I think the filming went really well. Nice. Happy with the footage. Happy with the cameras. Went home. That night, just transferring the footage over from all the cameras right. and all you know, all the audio stuff, labeling it, putting it on an external hard drive to have a second copy of it, and making a backup of it, another hard drive, it probably took me about two hours. Ooh. So I left the store at two. Right. I drove to a McDonald's to get some food because yep. I hadn't eaten since before 4, 4.45 or whatever. Right. <clears throat> Got some McDonald's, went to the hotel, and I did uh, like you know video backup stuff until like 4.30 in the morning. Ooh crazy it really is but that's fine yeah that's fine i woke up on uh thursday well what did you do thursday thursday morning uh we woke up and i think we went you had a vacation and i had like a serious work trip yeah <laughs> uh, except for your your you expect stuff. me to apologize for it a little bit all right well i'm really sorry that i went bowling <laughs> with my family <laughs> Uh, we were the only ones in the bowling alley for like 45 minutes. Yeah. And so we were able to take our masks off and yeah. they, they were like, just leave, like, don't, don't try and put your bowling balls back when you're done. Mm-hmm. Leave your shoes down there. We'll disinfect them before we bring them back. Right. Um, so we did that and then went to Boz's or Bozo's, mm-hmm. uh, to get some chili dogs, brought them home and ate. Suck it on chili dogs. <laughs> yep. In, in Indiana. Indiana. Trees. Yep. Uh, Every time you open the door at Boz's, you yep. hear "Sucking on chili dogs." So it's like, in, in yeah, "Sucking on chili dogs." And then you try oh, to shut the door. "Sucking yeah. on chili dogs." Yeah. It gets old fast. Oh yeah, really yeah, fast. Really I'd, fast. I'd say uh, three times <laughs> is the maximum number of times you want to hear that in a row. So, uh, went home and then the neighbors have "Sucking on chili dogs." Bozo's here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the uh, I forgot my clown nose. "Sucking on chili dogs." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish that was true. That's so funny. The neighbors have an above ground pool. We went swimming in that. Uh, they were out of town and they were like, yeah, yeah, like you guys have carte blanche to use the pool. So we did. Wow. Um, and kind of, you know, hung out until dinner. I went and got San Fratello's pizza. So if you're counting, that's three nights in a row with pizza. San uh, Fratello's. San Fratello's. Yeah. Huh. Another, uh, it's, it's similar to Aurelio's. Not as Another good. Another greasy Italian. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. What do you mean? <laughs> you thought I was talking about Sinfrontello? Yes. All right. Uh, we we practiced some more wiffle ball that night, and then could, I, I, could someone be offended by that? I. It's 2020. Oh yeah. Yes. No, no context. No nuance. I yes. remember. Uh, we practiced some wiffle ball, and then apparently they had been watching these murder mysteries that they recorded on like Hallmark TV. Yeah. And it's got it's, it's her name Kelly Martin. She was on like life goes on or something. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she runs a bookstore, but she also investigates these quite frankly, serious, like these murders <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, people yeah. are cooperate. Like they're answering her questions. And yeah. I'm like, at what point do you say like, Hey, who are you? Why, why I don't have to answer your questions yeah, guilty yeah. or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to say anything. <laughs> yeah, right. And so I was kind of keeping up a commentary like that. And then, yeah. you know, like my dad has like a little uh, LCD electronic solitaire game and I was just playing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, we were all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched some Chopped. All right. as I feel like you, Indiana is where you go 
to feel like you don't have to do any work. That's correct. You know what I mean? Like you can't be like, I should do this. I should do this. That is physically removed from your peripheral and your life. Especially the visit over the summer, because this is like the six days a year I get to see my sister, niece and nephew. Right. Uh, brother-in-law arrived tonight. So, Mm. um, but yeah, you know, I, previously every time I would go home, like my thing to do, I would just turn on cops Mm -hmm. and just watch like five episodes in a row. Mm -hmm. No longer really on TV. Yeah. Uh, so I would, I watched a lot of chopped and a lot of impractical jokers Mm -hmm. and then whatever other cooking show I could find, Mm -hmm. um, just as a thing to like be in the background, you know, if the kids go to bed between nine 30 and 10 and I go to bed between 11 and 12, yeah, like, what yeah. am I really doing? I, I I didn't have the energy to start a new book. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was uh, that was kind of Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. You? For me. Uh. So you you I gone, was so, gone to sleep at four thirty in the morning. Yes. And of course, you know, I mentioned I saw Mike and Get Him and Walt, and it's great to see everybody. Uh, Mike and Get Him. No. I well, I also saw Brian for the first time that night. Brian's right. uh a great guy, Brian Johnson. Um, someone I consider like a real friend. Like I feel like I could just text him about a problem and we talk about it. And it sucks because we never get to spend time together when I go. Right. Because it's like my whole my whole time is so consumed with filming. And I wish we did. Um, but the next day, again, I'm by myself. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to another place. I went to Overeasy Kitchen in Hazlitt. Or maybe it was Homedale. I don't know if it's like on the line or whatever. Is it is it spelled over easy or ovaries Z? <laughs> ovaries Z. Um, over easy kitchen. Super good. I was like, should I get the breakfast sandwich or the avocado toast? Do them both. Wow. And they were so good. Nice. Excellent. Um, you know, I went back to the store again. Same same thing. It's We couldn't film everything we were going to film that night. Like I said, we, we remember I said we couldn't film right. the, the plans. Yeah. Um, but we had some extra stuff we could film with Ming and Mike and Ming and Mike also, you know, Ming's super nice too, man. They absolutely, uh, were totally down for our, the ideas we had and they were super funny, super great with the green screen stuff that we did. Like I said, I'm not going to spoil anything, right. but they were super, super funny and, oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. That's great. Yeah, they were really, really funny. Went home. That, that night was a short night. It was only three hours because Good. we had filmed this stuff the night before. Yeah. And I went to a place and I was like, I was like, I want some Mexican food. And I'm looking and like, I'm by myself again. So I'm just like, it's 930. I'm driving around and I'm like, oh, this place is 20 minutes away. I'm like, that's fine. What the hell am I doing? Right. Drove over there. It says Mexican. Then I'm looking closely at the description. It's like, this place is a Mexican barbecue pizza place. And I was like, what? That's, that's a, I like... I like all three of those food genres. Yeah, yeah. Together, I'm a little, a little confused, still intrigued. Yeah. Right. But like, you know, if my stomach is set for a burrito, the idea of like, all right, just kidding, you're gonna eat a carne asada pizza. Yep. Um. Yeah. It was. Uh. I'm not gonna name it. Let's just say that. Okay. It was okay. It was fine. Yeah. I will say I got one. Um. I got one, like, I, I, got, I ordered my food on the phone, then I got there and I saw they had slices, and I had one, um, like, what's it called? I can't think of the name of it. Pink vodka sauce, oh, pizza okay. slice. Got it. I thought it was pretty good. Nice. Um, went back, logged some more footage, talked on the phone to whoever. Maybe it was you, maybe it was Ray, maybe it was Gina. It was not me. Um, then, how was your Friday? Friday, uh, <clears throat> normally on July 3rd, mm. uh, me, my niece, and nephew participate in the 
all-American one-mile fun run through the Highland Parks Department in Highland, Indiana that is canceled this year. The Highland Fair is canceled this year. And so I was like, you know, like we can still run a mile. So Friday morning, we went to Pheasant Hills Park, which is near my parents' house. It's where I had baseball practice and whatever. And uh, we did our our, our one mile. My mom (gasps) timed us. And uh, I finished about the same time as last year. Zane, who is, again, almost 11, beat me by two minutes. Wow. Yeah. I I beat Hope by four seconds. Old man roar. Yeah. Ugh. I'm honestly, I'm just glad I finished. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then they were like, all right, let's play soccer. Let's play two on two soccer. And I'm like, I'm the goalie because I... I'm not going to run anymore. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm worn out. Again, it's starting to heat up. Humidity's crazy. Sure, sure, sure. So we went over uh, to play soccer, and you know, Zane is good at soccer. Apparently, I am not a good goalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but then I looked, and uh, let me let me run a for instance by you. Let's say you're in my situation. You know, you're at a public park uh-huh. in your hometown, and you see that on one of the goalposts, yes, someone has like scraped away the paint. Oh boy! To make a swastika. Oh wow! Several, several swastikas, in fact, and one star of David, like the six-pointed star with a circle and a line through it, like the Ghostbusters Whoa. logo. And I'm I was like, going to defend the swastikas until that. Yeah, I'm sure you. Will. <laughs> well, okay. I, I, I know. Can I play devil's advocate? I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> you know the S. You know the diamond S. Yes. Like you know, you just draw that. It's a cool shape. Right. Well, here's the thing. What, Could what, you ever draw a swastika because it's a cool shape? I probably have at some point in my life. <laughs> you ever draw one by accident because you're just drawing shapes? No. I Every time that people have caught me drawing swastikas... It's been an accident? It's been an accident. <laughs> it's happened a lot. A lot of accidents. Of me accidentally drawing a hate speech symbol. In, <laughs> in my English notes in 11th grade. Well, you got to think. I mean, how many shapes can you draw? Not many. There's like five. Yeah. And the swastika's three of them. (laughs) (laughs) Which three? (laughs) Triangle. You got your triangle, circle, and your swastika. (laughs) I'm just saying, in in all reality, I've never drawn a swastika. Right. But it's a fun, that's a fun shape to draw. Sure. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Maybe you add a little head on the top and then it's just a running guy. That's a great idea. Thank you. Five five fingered swastika. So, so I saw this uh, graffiti, and again, I don't think it's like malicious that somebody's like, you know, what's gonna scare the Jewish population of Dyer, Indiana? If I carve a tiny swastika on the goalpost of a soccer goal. But I, I really wanted this to hit home, so I'm gonna carve a star of David with a no sign through. But yeah, I'm like tiny swastika. I'm, I don't know if people say tiny in front of swastika that often. Well, that's funny. So I'm like today, mm-hmm. you know, I'm back in town. I'm back in Rhode Island, and I had meant to send the email before I left, but yeah. I, I emailed the Dyer Parks Department. I'm like, hey. I don't think this is like a serious thing, yeah, yeah. but like it's serious enough to warrant it. I think it's just a bored middle schooler who thinks swastikas yeah. are three shapes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, and, and like, you uh, well, can, th- here's the thing. He, then he drew the star of David with the cross. But, I can't stand behind that. Yeah. Nah, I don't I like mean, that. really that's, that's three shapes. Cause it's you know two, what? it's two triangles, a circle and a line. Uh, well, okay, that's four shapes. That's I'll say this. No, star uh, of David, a triangle is the same shape. Star of David. Yeah. That's just a fun shape to draw too. I agree. I think when you start drawing the circle with the line through it that's intentional yes it's it all seemed intentional i think i could draw a star of david a swastika the diamond s all that could be accidental okay (laughs) 
You don't think so? No. I think it I think be. at some point it, it it's subconscious and, and we find out. <laughs> Hold on. If you draw the Star of David, it doesn't cross out the swastika? Oh, they don't, I, they don't well, wait, are you drawing out? the circle with a line through it around either of them? I'm drawing the circle with a line through it, through the, the diamond S. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, forget about the Stussy logo. I used to draw it for Staten. Yeah, I can do my whole last name with those. With the, oh, with that's those, good. Uh, I did like, like that font. Yeah. Want me to show you afterwards? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing that's going to get me to sleep today. Oops. <laughs> Oops, that's a swastika. Oh boy. Okay. That's a joke. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> a bunch of swastikas. Basically, I emailed the Dyer Parks Department and I was like, "Please send someone down there. Just a can of white spray paint. You'll be done in yeah. five minutes." It's the left get side of the, of the southern goal. Like, I do not stand by drawing a swastika on a goalpost. Even by accident. Okay. And you know what? If you do it by accident, you're just doodling. Have yeah. you ever doodled and drew something you didn't think about? Yeah, probably. Like a bunny? Yeah. If you draw a swastika, cross it out. Yeah, you, add, you, it out. you add four lines and you have the Windows logo. So, I mean, and then it's just a square with a, a, you know, it's a window. I like the idea that like, you're trying to give advice where... <laughs> <laughs> on accident, accident yeah uh yeah cross it out come on oh yeah and, and, and it's yeah so i'm, I'm we, we get rid of things that we say if we hurt people's feelings by accident yeah you know that's why you never hear us mention on the podcast anymore yeah, exactly right um but yeah the dire parks department has not responded to my email uh but my sister's in town she's like yeah we'll, we'll check it next week and if it's still there we'll email and yeah. i'm like oh it's good yeah so uh that was a weird weird moment and i'm like oh like am i too fussy to like email about this and i'm like ah you know if it were like the word you know like a swear word yeah and i emailed about it i'd be like oh i'm too fussy but it's like you know what if it was what if it was hate speech words though Ooh, it probably you, yeah i'd probably probably okay now, take I'm back, now i'll back up what if it says shithead <laughs> would you email about that just uh, shithead no probably not oh, pig dick Ooh, is it like there's no graphics or like an arrow pointing it, it at says pink it says tiny pink pig dick no, that's fine <laughs> Are you emailing? What 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 color is a pig's dick supposed to be? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm just saying I'm just making. No, I, I, I don't I don't think I am. Really? No, I don't think Cow's I am. Cow's dick. No, nothing with dick. Then you're fine with dick. Yeah. So below below anything hateful, you're okay with. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. And again, I was like, I think it's like I think it's a board middle school. I don't, <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna, we're gonna play a scene now. Oh, good. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> yes, it of says, course. Uh, it says tiny pink pig dick. Fucks a cow's anus. It says that on the goalpost, and you're playing goalie, right? Right. All right, I'm your dad. Okay. <laughs> hey, Brad. Hey, Dad. I'm glad you could make it to the like all this way into the park. I know your leg hurts, so. What does that say? You know, I think if you step closer, you can read it. Uh, it says I can't, some. I can't. What does it say? Uh, <laughs> See, you should call the parks department. I don't know that uh, you need to hear this. To- it's, let's just say it's something filthy, Dad. Something filthy that you don't need to see. Should I should I email the parks department and have them come clean this up? Uh, I like to doodle on that. <laughs> my, my dad's the graffiti artist. By the way, I doodling. I think I think if it if it doesn't get cleaned up by the parks department, I would not put it past my dad to go, like get his own white spray paint and go and spray paint wow. over this stuff. That's because up for the Jewish community, you know, he's an ally. 
Yeah. Um, so, so we did that again, hot and humid outside, went to a place called Mad Vex for lunch, yet another hot dog place, yeah. uh, with a loose meat sandwich. Yeah. That's weird. Loose it's, meat. Yes. Loose meat sandwiches. For those of you who don't know, uh, picture a sloppy that was a nickname of a girl I knew in high school. Yep. Picture a sloppy Joe, the nickname of a boy I knew Lucy, in high school. It just rhymed. Yes. Um, uh, sloppy Joe without sauce. So it's, the, it's just this, like hamburger is hamburger. It's basically like, you know. It's ground meat and, yeah. and you, it's all, you know, it's cooked, it's broken up yeah. and it's never formed into a patty shape. They just kind of scoop it onto the bun. Okay. Okay. My right. mom makes a thing. First of all, my mom made a great, delicious meal tonight for me. Yes. It's called, she calls it hot dogs and potatoes. Yep. And she makes a hot dog. Yep. Well, she probably makes like, if I had to estimate how many hot dogs she makes for this, 15. Wow. Okay. Bunch of potatoes, peels them up, cuts them up like Donald Duck when he's in the Navy. Remember yeah. that? Yes, I do. Remember he, he was a Nazi. Wasn't he? No, I, I. Oh, he hated the Nazis. Yes, I think so. I don't think Donald Duck was a Nazi. <laughs> and so and so. Uh, why? Why would they get rid of that cartoon if they if he's not a Nazi in it? I don't know. Like if he's if, or they just don't want to be part of it. I, I Is think that worse. Just, no. Would I, you rather? Would you rather be like if someone said? Would you? I'm, I don't understand. Why wait, would they not just want to be? Are you still my dad in this? <laughs> I just don't understand. Play? If he's just a good guy, not yeah. being a Nazi and beating up Nazis or whatever. He doesn't beat him up, but he's not for Nazis. Right. Why would they get rid of that cartoon? I didn't know they got rid of it. I think that cartoon is frowned upon. Okay. Song of the South. Yeah. Donald Duck, you know. Fights the Nazis. Fights the Nazis. I think the problem was like the graphic violence of him killing the Nazis. Like just stabbing them over and over. It's funny because in my head, it's a little bit mixed up with the itchy itchy and scratchy Nazi stuff. Yeah. Which is like obviously a parody of that. I wish there's a director's cut of Inglorious Bastards with Donald Duck in it. (laughs) And and so uh, my mom cuts up potatoes. And she puts them in a big frying pan, and she fr- and she cuts up the hot dogs, all right. of them, fries them all together, and it's just fried potatoes and hot dogs. And she puts them in a plate, and it's potatoes and hot dogs. Get some ketchup on the side, mm-hmm. bite dip. Oh, I love it. By the, by the way, fifteen is a weird number because hot dogs come in packages of eight, so it's. <laughs> she leaves she, one for my dog. There we go. Um, and uh, yeah, so I love it. And another thing that she then that's what like to her, I'm sure she's like that's like a lazy dish to her, right? Another thing that she would make as when I was a kid as like a lazy dish, she would make mashed potatoes and hamburg gravy. And it was kind of like shepherd's pie, right. which is mashed potatoes, uh, hamburger, and corn. Right. But it would be a pile of mashed potatoes, and then she'd have a big thing of hamburg gravy. And it was like hamburger, right. loose, yep. with a little bit of, I guess, I don't know if it's really gravy. It's just some kind of hamburger sauce. Okay. You know, and by the way, sauce is like, it's very thin. It's not right. thick. And you'd put it over the, the uh, mashed potatoes, and you'd eat it. And so when you describe this, I'm like, isn't this just hamburger? Yeah, I understand. It, it is, but not in a patty. Right. That, that, th- that's the only difference. I yeah. thought hamburger was hamburger and someone just shaped it into a patty. You think of the patty coming first. Is this like what came first, the chicken or the yes, egg? Yes. Is it the patty this or the is, loose this, hamburger? This is, this is ground beef. Ground not, beef, not I think, comes pre, pre-patty. I think all ground beef right. is just in a big pot and a big vat. Yeah, I'm with you. And then someone forms it into a patty or a meatball or yep. a hamburg gravy. Yes. And so you just get the the hamburg. Yes. I guess. At, at, at some places. They, right. Like, again, this is not a common occurrence. Like, okay, Taco Bell beef. Yes. How close is it to that? Very similar. Okay. With, without the seasoning. Right. Uh, you know, there may be some salt and pepper. So, you know, but it's served on a hamburger bun. Right. So we have our loose meat sandwiches. The kids had taco dogs, which yeah. are like, you know, a taco with a hot dog as the meat. Yeah. Um, went there, went swimming again. Uh, 
we stopped at Myers, which is like a Walmart type store in the Midwest. It's a mm-hmm. chain. Let's let's uh, again say like seventy percent mask usage, super crowded. Oh. I hated it, and I was in there to get like watermelon, like yeah. like chopped watermelon, so the kids could have it for breakfast the next day. Right, hated it. Uh, I saw a woman buying, and this is not a joke or an exaggeration, 10 24 packs of Diet Pepsi. Wow. For what? I, I'm like, if it's a cookout, it's a very specialized cookout. Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. is she buying it like, oh, this will this will take me, you know, I drink three cans a day, and this will take me through the next, you know, 11 weeks or whatever. I don't know, but I was like, disgusted. Yeah. Um, and again, this is like, it's, it's super crowded. It's July 3rd. It's, it's packed. Everyone's buying stuff. And I'm like, I just want to get watermelon and get out of here. Yeah. Um, so I did. And you know, like part of this trip was basically uncle Brad is going into all these places, Mm -hmm. uh, so that my parents don't have to, and so Mm -hmm. that the kids don't have to, and we're, you know, limiting our our exposure Mm -hmm. by putting the, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. the, the one with the fewest people in his life. Yeah. Right. Um, at risk. So it's fine. Right. We uh, went home. We went to Beggar's Pizza. Mm-hmm. The only reason we chose that that night is because so much traffic was going basically. Beggar's? Beggar's. B-E-G-G-A-R-S. It's, in, it's you know, they have multiple locations. What's there's, the story behind the name? I don't know. Uh, there's one in Lansing, Illinois, just down for like two buildings down from the Walgreens I worked at for many years, mm-hmm. formerly known as Pipes and Pizza and because they have a big pipe organ that they play to entertain people. Pipes and Pizza? Pipes and Pizza, yeah. Okay. I went. I went there once, like in to entertain people. What do you mean? Who would play it? Basically, yeah, there'd be like a, a, a oh, or an organist. Someone. Yeah, it wasn't like pipes was uh, the owner. No, no, no. It was because it was a pipe organ. Yeah. So that that was the first beggars I heard about. This one is just down the road from my parents, and basically it was like if you turn right, there's a ton of traffic. If you turn left, there's no traffic. Mm. And beggars pizza was to the left, and that was literally I like, I like the only beggars re- pizza. I, you know, what do you think about that name? I thought the pizza itself was okay. But again, this is four nights in a row at this point. I've had pizza in you know India. Why, you know why it wasn't great? Why is that? Beggars can't be choosers. That's probably it. <laughs> They're like, uh, I guess. That's I a- hate that name. Where'd it come from? I don't know. What name Beggars is the... Keep, go- keep going. Yeah, we watched Would another- you go to Popper's Pizza? Probably, yeah. If it's, if it's pizza, sure. How about Homeless Pizza? I mean, <laughs> seems like a weird name, point- but I'd give it a shot. As long as it's not <laughs> anything you, about a where- tiny pink. <laughs> where you... Do you draw the line with pizza names? I don't know. <laughs> Could it be but, it's, but it's significantly further than anyone else would draw the line. Convicted murderers <laughs> yes. pizza. Let's try it. Let's give it a shot. As long as it's not like the pepperoni is people pizza. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. We watched another Hallmark murder mystery that night. Too many peas. Uh, <laughs> In this one, the Wild West show is coming to town, but there's a murder at the Wild West show. And again, it makes even less sense that this bookstore owner is involved at any point. And, and Bezler's uh, Pizza. Yes. Are you going? <laughs> yes. Uh, and so that was our Friday night, July 3rd. Okay. It's weird for me for the July 3rd and 4thness of it. Yes. Because like I grew up in this town where... You know, I grew up in uh, Warren, Rhode Island, which is right next to Bristol, Rhode Island. And we're so small. The towns are so small that they're kind of integrated. We have the same school system and everything. Right. And Bristol is the home of the oldest 4th of July celebration in the country. So Bristol like loses its shit over the 4th of July. They really do. Like if there was a place called 4th of July Pizza that was open year round in Bristol, it wouldn't even surprise me that much. Okay. But people like plan. Would you go to that one? You know, once a year. I guess. <laughs> 
Yeah, would you actually go to it? Yeah, I'd I, go to it again. That's I, a fun name. Yes. Would you? Would you go? To, would you really go to a pizza place called Convicted Murderers Pizza? I mean, you know, are you with me? <laughs> are we doing it for the story? Yeah. Um. Would you? You would you go to Trumpy's Pizza? It is a cartoon. Oh, you know, what? it sounds like it's making fun of it. Yeah, Trumpy. But if, it, if, if if it's like actually his legitimate pizza business, probably not. Would you Would you stay at the Trump Hotel? No. Really? No, I don't want to. Trump's I Hotel. I don't want my money going to organizations I, I don't uh, align my values with. What about Becker's Pizza? I want to hear. Okay. And so anyway. Uh, I'll look it up and see if I can find Yeah, it. find the story. I got to. Because do you see my logic of like wh- what circumstances could lead you to name your, your places? Like, you know, we have, we whittled it down. To 10 different names. We're going with Beggar's Pizza. Right. Um, anyway, so Bristol on the 4th and Warren are just fucking bananas with this huge parade, huge fireworks display. People are waiting out for like over a day. I don't know. But this year, it's like all just, I, I mean, I, I didn't even see anything about Bristol's parade. I know that they did like a, they did some weird version of it, but um, usually around that time, like people are just losing their shit around here. And, uh, but, you know, I had to work, and um, also they just weren't doing anything, so I'm just in Red Bank. And uh, that day, um, which was the third, was the first time I went to Playa Bowls. Well, th- tell me how you would say this. P-L-A-Y-A Bowls. And Play- it's about uh, I'd fruit say, bowls. Ooh, I'd, I'd probably go with Playa Bowls. <laughs> That's what I said. But, it, you know, I'd, and then I would ask when I got there. You and said it was Playa. I but, mean, it, it could be. So here's here's my here's my feeling on these kind of bowls. Um, I love like I love uh, acai bowls, but a lot of people don't realize that acai bowls aren't just like, oh yeah, you can get a this acai bowl and this it's acai is a berry and that's the the main right. uh, taste of the bowl. And I like that a lot. I like I still like them a lot. I wish there was more variation. But uh, my problem with acai bowls a lot of times is that they're big. And then there's a little amount of stuff on top. Like they might put bananas, strawberries, kiwis, granola, nuts, honey, or peanut butter, whatever. And then you eat the stuff on the top. And then like for the next 60%, you're just eating a cold smoothie with a spoon and you run out of the stuff. Right. This place, they made a chain in New Jersey. There's a million locations now. It's those things. They put the on the bottom bread granola okay next a base of different types of fruit bowls oh some are acai some are banana based okay There's different ones then on top they put a ton of stuff like you know like all the stuff i just mentioned and there's like i'd say that there's at least like 35 to 40 different bowls you can get wow and so i found this chain near my hotel i went there and i fucking fell in love with their banana nico bowl or whatever and it was so good i just housed it in the parking lot i'm just murdering it it was so great Loved it. <clears throat> and that day was the first day we filmed um, Frank Five, one of the guys from the Tell Him Steve Dave Town, right. and his wife, Mary, came into town. And uh, we filmed with Frank that night for a bunch of projects. It was another kind of long night. Um, and we had a great time. You know, got yeah. to the store, set up again. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I guess I'm not focusing on this because I've talked about this so many times in the podcast. Love hanging out with Walt. Love coming up with stuff with Walt and figuring out what can this person do and me and Walt are behind the camera together, like encouraging, like they will be like, Ming, yeah. like do this and he'll do it. 
and it's funny and me and Walter both like flipping out being animated like yeah. calling for him to do more and more and yeah. more and me and Walter just both like laughing so hard right like that's so fun I love hanging out with get him get him is in this crazy situation his living situation is so funny he doesn't want to talk about it in public but it's so funny I love hearing him talk about it um and I'm I'm happy he's uh hopefully uh moving forward uh with a bunch of stuff that he went through and uh i love to see him and just talk to him mike's a great guy i love to see mike love to talk to ming about stuff going on i love to see brian like i said i love to hang out with him i love seeing frank five i wish me and frank five could sit down and play some video games together have some time to do that he's such a good guy he's so like He's such an aw shucks Charlie Brown guy. That's funny. Oh, you'd love him. He's so funny. And Mary, his wife, is so shocked by everything. Oh, that's great. It's Dude, <clears throat> I can't think of any woman we know that seems more innocent than Mrs. Five. Wow. Yeah. And we shot some stuff that was extremely uh, shocking to her. Okay. And so seeing her face is so funny. But I love hanging out with the guys. You know, it, the Tell Them Steve Day videos... I don't know what cross section of the of our listeners are going to get this, but they're a continuation of the senior discount videos. Yeah, the videos I did with my band from two thousand four to two thousand whatever. Um, this is really they're so similar in terms of shooting style and what we come up with and different things that uh, I love. I love the filming we do, but we had a, we had a ton of fun. Again, I would I would get way more into it and way more specific. Right, but I'm not going to reveal any of the projects we did. Right, so if I tried to, it would be it would be, we'd be missing something. But everyone is so great. Like you know, Brian's super quick. Walt's coming up with everything. Frank is just kind of on the spot. Has to do what we ask him to do. Get him is so fun. Everyone's so great. Ming was so down. Mike was so down to roll with the punches. Uh, Brian from Comic Book Men. Uh, Brian and Shell was so great at, at the podcasting stuff we did. Everything was excellent. Yeah. So. So even though these are long days or long nights. Yeah, it's fun and productive yeah. and it's not, you know, busy work. It's artistic work or creative work. So <clears throat> we uh, we shot with Frank all night. That was great. Playables is great. Repliables. That night, Gina came to town. Okay. My girlfriend. And what happened was she was going to come to town and meet up with me. Um, and she was going to rent a car and return it in New Jersey. Yep. But all the places were closed for the third and fourth. Oh. So she couldn't. Yep. Then she was going to fly to New Jersey from Rhode Island because it would cost the same as the car. Wow. Then my parents kind of overheard us talking. And my mom's like, maybe we'll go to New Jersey. Okay. So my parents went to New Jersey. Wow. Did you know about this? Uh, I saw a photo. So they went to New Jersey. I told them, I'm like, listen, I feel bad. So many things are shut down. There's not a lot of things going on. Um, I don't know even when I'm going to be free. And what happened was they... Um, they basically uh, were like, we're just going to go to a couple restaurants. Gina's going to show us around, whatever. Met up with Gina on Friday. She went to our hotel. Oh, no, I had to go pick her up at their hotel. Yes. After we filmed, we went back to our hotel. She's like, it smells like Lysol and smoke. I'm like, I know what it smells like. Um, went to bed, woke up <clears throat> another big day on uh, Saturday, went to a shared universe, which is Ming and Mike's recording studio in, yep. Pro- in uh, Providence, in Red Bank. Uh, they have moved and their space is way bigger. Awesome. Awesome recording studio. Yeah. Great to film in. Really bright. I filmed a couple things in there with Brian and, and Mary Beth, his fiance, who's also awesome. And then Frank and Mary. Um, and then I hung out with Ming for a little bit as I kind of broke down and we talked about different things going on in Red Bank and just different stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Headed right over to the store. 
I think I started shooting at like, I think I got there at like 11.45 to a shared universe. Right. Shot until 4.30, headed to the store, um, started setting up, and we shot uh, a bunch more, probably till 9.30. Then, so this is interesting. So we shot a bunch with everybody. Then my mom, my, my parents had made a late reservation, and in front of the store, in front of uh, Jane and Bob's, they shut down the street, just oh. like Federal Hill in Providence. Yep. All the restaurants had all their seating outside. Okay. So there was, it looked awesome. It looked great. My parents made reservations at a place called Catch 19 Okay. for 9.15. I got out at like 9.45. They waited yeah. for me, and I went out there. I texted Frank and Mary, who had left already, and yep. get them. And I was like, hey, I'm in front of uh, Catch 19. Come by. And Frank and Mary and Getem wow. came and ate dinner with my, par- my oh, parents and hung fun. out. Oh, it's so funny. And so Frank is kind of talking talk to my parents about like the filming we do. And like he, one of the things that's kind of a running joke is that like she always tells him that she wishes he was more like me when it comes to appreciating holidays. Oh, that's and funny. And I was like dressed up for the 4th of July. I that's had this nice. like red and white and blue yep. thing on. And uh, it was really funny. And get him was really funny, meeting yeah. my parents and talking oh, about yeah. everything going on in his life. Um, I got some good salmon. And we just kind of sat for like probably 45 minutes with everybody and just nice. had like a nice dinner. Me, get him, Frank, five, Mary, my parents, and Gina. And then uh, it was funny. We, we walked back to uh, my mom's car, which is in the other direction of my car. And get him came and hung out with us. He checked out my mom's new car. It was just funny because yeah, like he's great. just like meeting my parents and being friends with them. Yep. And then... Uh, me and Gina went to my car. My parents, you know, I couldn't really see them that much. That was the only time I saw them that right. weekend. My dad's like, oh, can we get ice cream? Can we get ice cream? And it's like probably like 1130. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to be open. Right. Uh, he's like, well, what, can we get ice cream and just bring it back to the hotel? So I went to a 7-Eleven. I got some Ben and Jerry's. Nice. I'm back to the hotel, their hotel. And we hung out. My mom's like, you know, I like get him. He's my type of people. Knows, <laughs> he goes, he goes, knows how to tell a story and keep conversation going. And I'm like, that's so funny to oh, hear. Oh, that's great. But they had a great time. I told my parents about uh, Playa or Playa Bowls. Right. Um, and next day was the biggest, the biggest day. And every night I get, when I get home, dumping film. Wait, for is, is this still the third or is it, was that the still fourth? The third. Wow. It was just all the third. Okay. Started filming. Yep. I started filming. I got, I got to a shared universe at like 1145. I probably had a granola bar. Yep. Went to the stash at like 4.35. Like I left at the shared universe at 4.30. Right. Got to the stash at 5. Filmed until 9.45. Met up okay. with my parents. Went to their hotel. Probably got back to my whole hotel at like quarter of one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> dumping footage. Organizing footage. Next day, I get to the get to the stash early. Like 10.45, something like that. Right. Um, and we filmed all day during the day while the store was open. Yep. Coming up with stuff. That, that day, we really just had to come up with whatever we could come up with. Right. For the specifics of the project, hung out with Sunday Jeff, who's another great guy. I love to hear him talk about stuff that he cares about. And like, like, like I said, I can't get too specific. Right. But uh, love hanging out with him. He's so funny. Him and Getem are so funny together. That's what I filmed all day on Sunday, really, uh, was, was kind of them together. And then uh, we had two big shoots that night with like, where each thing had like eight people in it. Right. A bunch of things that night. And it was... Yeah, I'm not going to get into what we filmed, but again, but it was so funny, so different and so much looser than the other stuff we were filming. Yeah. We were all like, like sometimes we film and I'm like dying laughing while we're filming. Yeah. And sometimes that's in the videos. You can right. see me. And this was definitely one of those nights. It nice. was all of us just having a ton of fun. It was great. Um, and it was really, I'll, I guess maybe I'll do this in the wrap up. Um, also I, so I, I ran into like, like day one, I got there and I texted Ernie O'Donnell, yep. who I know, 
or emailed him and I was like, hey, man, you know, he's he's running Smodcastle. And I was like, oh, you know how things are going with Smodcastle? I've been talking to him about Smodcastle. And it was funny because I emailed him probably like right before I got into town. And I got into town. He was just at the store and he was like, oh, hey, man. And we kind of like yeah. we got to talk a little bit about Smodcastle and things coming up in the future. Nice. And uh, it was great to see him too. another great guy that I really like a lot. Um, but Sunday night, we laughed and laughed and laughed. We shot for like 13 hours on Sunday. Sa- Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so we, so I remember I went to my parents' hotel room. Yes. That was Saturday. Okay. Then I went to sleep. Okay. Woke up on Sunday for 1045, went to the store, all right. filmed all day with Sunday, Jeff. Got it. Get him and had my, my whole day. Okay. Um, but that was the longest day. Yeah. That was the one that was like, you know, you're, my shoulders hurt afterwards from holding the camera. Yep, yep. I shot with a monopod for most of the day, so I'm, I'm picking it up and moving it around. Then I had to, f- I film handheld a lot at the end of the day. Yep. Um, and still I'm kind of dealing with the stress of, I'm filming with all new equipment the whole time. Right, right. And there's little things here and there that I'm like, what is this? What is this doing? What is, right. you know, but good, good, uh, good Sunday. What was your Sunday like? Well, I, I have a Saturday in there. Oh, I didn't go for your Saturday? <laughs> no. I thought we started with your Saturday. My no, bad. we started with the Friday the 3rd. Saturday. Oh, the f- yeah, that's right. Saturday. That, that's why I got confused because yeah. I think of, because I got confused between 3rd and 4th and Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, that's right. But Friday was the 3rd. Saturday was yes. the 4th. And that was, the, when did you eat with your parents? Was that Saturday night? That was Saturday night. Okay. Um, Saturday, my dad woke up early to make us ribs for lunch. Nice. Um, Ooh, so, I love ribs. Oh, man. He, man, I had some great ribs recently. Where the hell did I have ribs? Oh, Gina's uh, stepdad Ben made them for us. Nice. They were great. Oh, yeah. These these were... No one ate them besides me. And I was oh. like, I'm going to eat seven ribs. I, uh, yeah, I probably had about that many. I probably had a half or a half. What's uh, it with like an apple, apple something barbecue sauce? Like apple something. I mean, you know, apple's a, a pretty common thing to yeah. add to barbecue What's sauce. What's the deal with that? I, I Like the apple flavor? Yeah. Yeah, it little, was great. I loved it. It's it's good. I never order barbecue stuff out at restaurants right? because I don't really like to be messy. Oh. And so much stuff gets your fingers messy. Yep. Like, like I would never order ribs out at a restaurant. Oh, man. Whenever, when I'm at home eating chicken wings, and you, yeah. you can attest to this, I eat a chicken wing. Yeah, wash your hands. Wash my hands. Eat a chicken wing. Wash my hands. It's yep. just, I'm, you know, I have some issue. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. You have many issues. <clears throat> yes. Um. So we ate lunch. The kids went on the homemade water slide mm-hmm. uh, down the, the the deck stairs. I haven't been on it since 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a water balloon fight, uh, me versus the kids. My dad was involved at some point. He has, yeah. you know, water guns. Was that like you guys got into a fight and there were water balloons there? Or yeah. do you think, did you plan it as like a fun thing? You know, we planned it as a fun thing. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a coincidence. <laughs> um, man, but like. I was just doodling. Clear. <laughs> Cleaning up after a water balloon fight sucks because you just have to pick up like fragments of balloon from all over. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, hate it. I hate it. And the pavement is like hot. And yeah. so you're standing at whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we've, you know, got dried off and then played uh, again. My dad builds these cornhole games. This is cornhole baseball. So mm. it has four holes for single, double, mm-hmm. triple home run. The, the four holes are different sizes. Right. Down the center is a strike. The two sides are a, a, like... We played, I think, four games, and it took us like two and a half hours. Wow. Uh, and so it was lot. like me and Hope against Grandpa and Zane, and right. uh, then Brooke took my place, and Zane played Grandpa one-on-one, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was fun. Yeah. It was a really, like, a really good time. And I know that it means a lot to my dad that, like, you that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Um, so we were going to go to Langle's Pizza in Cherville, Indiana that night, because we know it's open on the 4th. We've mm-hmm. got the past couple of 4ths. Uh, was not open this 4th. 
Uh, and, and my sister's like, do you want to drive to a different one? And I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, we have leftover beggars. We have leftover San Fratello's. Let's just eat that pizza tonight. And that's what we did. Yep. Um, so, you know, we went outside to do fireworks. We did the parachutes while it was still light out. We did some, uh, sparklers. Kids don't love sparklers anymore. They're getting a little old for them. Yeah. Um, and it, I'm, I'm kind of over fireworks in general. <clears throat> so... You know, but but still, you know, we're we're lighting these fireworks off. We're celebrating the freedom for white people in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a firework called an Indiana Jamboree. And again, oh firework names are just arbitrary and dumb. Yes, um, I agree with that. Yes, and so this one is supposed to shoot eight fireworks into the sky, where they will burst mm-hmm. in a, 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 a cacophony of of color and sound. Yes. So the first one goes up, no problem. Second one goes up. I'm waiting for the third one and it shoots like down the street towards like a different house. And I'm like, huh? And it didn't really register. The next one shoots the opposite direction, which was the direction I was standing, explodes on the street. I'm like, what? What's going on? Did it tip over? Yeah. And the next one, the next flaming ball shot went directly underneath my neighbor's car and blew up. Wow. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And, and you know, I wasn't worried about the car catching on fire or anything. I was worried about it like damaging the like the paint on the side or whatever. Right. And the next two, I think, went up. Whatever. Like it. It. The, at least the last one went straight up like it was supposed to. Like it didn't tip over. It just malfunctioned. Yeah. Right. And so at this point, we're like, did the neighbors see? Right. Because if so, they might want to check this out. And right. Um. And then, you know, like, of course, it's quiet afterwards. And, you know, the kids are like, wow, it blew up under their car. I'm like, shh, be quiet, yeah, be quiet. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as I know, no lasting consequences from that explosion. Yes. Um. So, you know, we finished our fireworks by about 9.15. And, uh, you know, it seemed like everyone else in the neighborhood was just starting to ramp up at nine fifteen. Yeah. So I sat out there with my dad for a while and we kind of watched different fireworks displays yeah. and like, you know, people spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on fireworks. There were so many going off and it was like too much to the point where I, I at one point I turned to my dad. I'm like, Hey, why are fireworks legal? Yeah. Like, why should I be allowed? Yeah, I know to handle this explosive stuff. My, you know, our, our buddy, former guest Pancake, Yes, he posted a story on 4th of July in Providence and he said that his neighbor's house burned down yeah. from fireworks. Yeah. And, and you know, we heard fire engines all night and I like... I know it's not popular, but I, and I think some people would think I'm a dick, but like fireworks, motorcycles, like stuff that is kind of like senselessly fun, but is really damaging. It's like, I don't really, I don't really care about it. I don't really like support it that much. I, you know, it's fun. It's fine to see fireworks though. But like, yeah, like people, the people that are either professionally trained or being really safe or whatever. But yeah, I don't love the idea of drunk idiots with fireworks. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and I think this year it really set in, especially because it seems like people in Rhode Island have been lighting off fireworks for like the three weeks before the fourth. Oh, it's not Rhode Island. Well, I, I, I know. New but York that, City, New York that, City was up 8,000% with their complaints. That just happened to be where I was. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like across the country. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a problem. People were shooting off fireworks until at least 1 a.m. on the 4th. And it's yeah. like, I, I get that it's a weekend and I get that like, you know, this is your one time a year to do this, but like, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Show, show some compassion for somebody somewhere. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, went in, you know, watched some fireworks through the window for a while and then kind of gave up and tried to go to sleep. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was my 4th. Then Sunday was the 5th pretty quiet in the morning 
uh, I went back to Myers for more watermelon for the kids. Mm-hmm. Stopped at Buona Beef uh, to get some beef sandwiches for lunch. Mm-hmm. Came home, we ate. Then the kids are like, "Hey, we still have a hundred water balloons left." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Damn it!" Mm-hmm. So we had another water balloon fight. Yep. Uh, and this one, you Filling know, water balloons is harder than cleaning up after. It, they are they are on uh, like a plastic thing, and oh, you screw yeah, it on yeah. your hose, and it fills them up. And they're not like huge water balloons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we did that and I've then seen a huge water balloon. Everyone I've seen has been the same size. Nope. Uh, we got cleaned up and then played indoor cornhole baseball, which is the same as outdoor cornhole baseball, except it's like the, the, the boards are smaller. It's played on an eight foot table and you instead, made different boards. And instead of throwing the beanbags, he built little spring launchers <laughs> to do it. You know, again, super fun. We probably played four games of it. And that then and then we were like, oh, let's play around the world where you see how many shots it takes uh, you to get a single, double, triple, and a home run. Could your dad make a basketball? I guess uh, yeah, I guess it is already that. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> That's funny. Though. Uh, so we did that. Zane and I played some Rocket League on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going back to Aurelio's in Cherville. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, like, I feel like normally I'm home for five nights and yeah. two of those nights we go to the fair. Yeah. And this time I was home for six nights and there was no fair. And so I'm like, yeah, let's repeat. Let's, let's have Aurelio's pizza again. Sure. Kept calling, didn't get through, kept calling, couldn't, wow. they just didn't answer their phone. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if they were closed Saturday and Sunday, like the fourth and the fifth. It seems weird that they'd yeah. be closed both days. Right. I'm like, I know I saw a sign somewhere, mm-hmm. one of the restaurants I went to that they would be closed the fourth and the fifth. Maybe it was there. Wow. So disappointed. And I'm like, you know what? I still want Aurelio's. Let me find the next closest one. And I'm like, ah, Munster. And it's like closed until the pandemic dies wow. down. And I'm like, ah, and like Crete, Illinois is like, we're still open. So I called them, drove there to pick it up. Got a little lost. How far was it? Poor signage. Uh, 15 to 20 minutes. Oh, so, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't bad at all. Uh, you know, brought it home. We ate again. And, uh, then it was one of those things where I'm like, it's, it's still like so humid and muggy outside. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. be outside, but at the same time, like, you know, my dad also built a thing called box hockey, which is normally like a <laughs> stick handling exercise when you play it on the ice. Nope. This is just in the driveway. So like we, we played a couple games of that and I was like, this hurts my back. I'm mm-hmm. sweating all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it's about being together and, and doing sure. this thing and creating these memories. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, a year from now, the kids aren't going to be like, Hey, you were really sweaty when you played that. Unless they're listening to this podcast. Right. They're going to be like, Oh, it was fun playing that last year. Zane yeah. won the gold medal game. <laughs> I love everyone just doodling and making. Yes. <laughs> Can't get that out of my head. I know we went inside and watched some TV <laughs> together. And then, uh, I, I had, I really struggled to fall asleep that night. Like, you know, probably two, two thirty, three in the morning where yeah. I was like, you know, the idea of coming back and I knew my apartment would be empty and I'd be leaving my family and, yeah. uh, you didn't have a, a, Oh, I see. That's why you were sad. You yeah. were sad about that. Yeah. I, I was sad. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then also I, at one point I heard what sounded like a lawnmower or a motorcycle or something outside going on for like way too long to the point where I was like, Oh, somebody is mowing their lawn to get back at somebody who was lighting fireworks too late last night. Like that is the, the, the legitimate thought in my head. Yeah. A Monday, my sister's like, yeah, did you hear the helicopter last night? I'm like, what helicopter? And she's uh, like, there's a helicopter. There was a car accident and somebody ran from the car and they were trying to track that person down. Wow. And I'm like, then yes, I did hear it. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was my Sunday. Uh, my last sleep in dire. Listen to this. This is about the, the fireworks in the country. Yes. Okay. Boston Mayor Marty Walsh had a press conference on the boom in fireworks use, where he noted a twenty three hundred percent increase in complaints. Wow. This year, 
in nearby Braintree. Uh, this is just this. Yep. It just said um, there were also some. In New York City, police reported 24,850 calls for illegal fireworks this year. Um, it marks an increase of 2,000% from the same period in 2019. Where did I read 8,000% of something? Um, yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it really is. It's like, um, oh. blah, blah, blah. I mean, obviously it has to come from... Uh, last year, the Consumer Product Safety Commission estimated there were... Roughly 10,000 injuries attributed to fireworks, less than the 20,000 injuries caused by grilling or the 15,000 caused by air conditioners. Yeah, I, it, it's weird because like, I want to be done with fireworks, yeah. but if the kids expect it, it's hard for me to be like, no, we're just not going to do them anymore. Yeah, it, that's tough. That's uh, tough. But I did say like, hey, next year, like you guys can handle the lighting of the fireworks and I'll like sit in a lawn chair and supervise. I also think like on the 4th of July is different than any other right. day. Yes. You know, I agree. You know, um, anyway. Yeah. So, so for me, Sunday night was my longest night. So I was tired as shit. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to do my Monday? Um, sure. Sure. Uh, Monday we took pictures on the deck, which we do every year. There's one on my refrigerator right now, as you can see, mm-hmm. um, went to the credit union because my parents like refuse to get debit cards and they just take cash out when they can. That's bananas. It really is. What do they say? They, they, you know, they it's credit cards. They'll use their credit card, but the, my dad prefers to use cash. Wow. Yep. Why? Uh, because you know, for the same reason. Oh, by the way, like as we ate in our car at Madvex, he left the car running with the AC on so that we could eat inside comfortably. Oh, wow, he's growing. Yes. So we uh, we went there and then went to Portillo's yeah. to pick up lunch. Got some beef sandwiches there. It was it was great. You ate. really whittled your your places to eat down, huh? Yes. It's interesting. Well, uh, this year especially. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, we could go to this Mexican restaurant. But you'd always have to eat in your car. It's like it's like hindered. Yeah. I see. I see. Very I see. much so. You yeah. want to go with something more familiar because no matter what, it's gonna be kind of uncomfortable. Right. I get it. Um uh, so we went home, we had our we finally had the official Wiffle Ball home run derby rematch. Zane and I won twenty to fifteen. Wow. Uh then we had a, a, a single person single inning yeah. a home run derby. I won that, no big deal. Yeah. Um and then you know, I was like, my sister is making a photo book for my f- parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. And somehow I was like in charge of scanning in old photos. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. did some of that in the afternoon. Yeah. And then, uh, like I had to pack and my dad went to get Culver's again. Cause I'm like, Oh, I just want a burger and fries before I fly. I don't want more pizza. I'd had pizza at this point. What? Six nights in a row. Like every night I was there except for this <laughs> Culver's trip. So got that and, you know, said goodbye and took pictures on the the front porch and then, you know, went back to Midway, mask usage, 99.9%, correct? There's one guy walking. It didn't even have it around his neck. Yeah. And I'm like, should I boo him again? I just want to go up to him and be like, boo. Yeah. But I don't know his story and he was really buff. And so I was afraid. Just like Um, you. Yes. So it would be like a battle. You don't want the kids to see. Right. No, no, no. An evenly matched (laughs) contest. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So I we don't want the kids to see a no, battle so fair. No. <laughs> Teaches them the wrong lessons about life, I'll tell you that. So we uh so yeah, uh, nobody in my uh row again. Yeah. And you know, played some Mario Kart, played some golf story, and then landed and you know, turned off airplane mode and there was a message from somebody that's like, "Hey, I think we're on your flight." And I'm like, "What's that in the where now?" Yeah. And it was uh somebody that I haven't really spoken with in like 7 years. Wow. And she recognized me, mask on and everything. Yeah. Uh you so got a specific head. Yeah, I do. So we chatted on the way back up to uh like, you know, baggage claim or whatever. Yeah. I walked to my car, I drove home, unpacked. Yeah. 
And, uh, and then I was like, I'm too sad to sleep. Yeah. And so I just kind of stayed up yeah. and like did a crossword or something and then finally just gave up and went to sleep. And, you know, that was, that was kind of my Indiana trip. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I, I think I mentioned, I bought my dad a percussive massager. Yeah. It's like a little, ha- a little jackhammer to like work out the Charlie horses in his legs that yeah. I hope will help make him a little more ambulatory, uh, yeah. going forward. And then, you know, the kids got haircuts today. And so my sister was sending pictures and I'm like, I still, I still miss this. I still, you know, yeah. even though it had been six days with six people in like, you know, pretty close circumstances. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I did, I just miss them. That's all. I miss my family. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you, man. I didn't get down to see my brother and his wife and their kids because mm-hmm. they canceled the 4th of July thing. And they were like, no, like we'd want to like keep our, our circle small. And I'm like, well, cause of the, cause virus. of the virus. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a bummer that I wanted to see them as yeah. well. Even, yeah. and, and that's even worse because I see them like one day in December and one day in, in July. Yeah. That's, it. that's crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. So it's, uh, you know, it was tough. Uh, and, and, you know, I know that next year or even two years from now, we're going to look back and be like, man, 2020 was so weird. Like we ate in yeah. the car so much. Remember how grandpa wouldn't turn on the AC and then uncle right. Brad convinced him that it's okay for a 2016 car to have the air conditioning run while yeah. the car idles. Yeah. Um, you know, or we, we ran at the Pheasant Hills park instead of running in the one mile fun run, or we didn't get elephant ears or whatever. Yeah. So I, I know at one point it will be a thing that happened. Yeah. But, you know, even now it's still a little close and raw. So I hear you. that's where I'm at. Tell me about your Monday and then, yeah. Yeah. And then your your return. Yeah. So Monday I had, uh, I think I had my third playable. The nice. first one was a banana Nika. Uh-huh. And then I had another one that was different. And I was like, this one's pretty good, but no, nothing like the banana Nika. So right. I had another one of those. Um, and uh, yeah, we filmed our final thing um, at the store at night again. Yep. Victor, our, uh, my buddy who comes and films and helps out sometimes. Uh, came and he's a good dude. We talked a little for a little bit too, a little bit after we filmed actually. We, right. We hung out for a little bit because he's going to have a baby in oh. August. Congratulations to Victor and uh, and his lady. Yeah. And, um, you know, we talked about projects and ideas and, you know, uh, eccentricit- eccentricities. Okay. You know, of yep. people that were around. Right. Um, but yeah, hung- and that day we actually got to hang out with Brian and Sunday Jeff a little bit more. Nice. Like after and just like talk and stuff like that, which was good. Walt was exhausted that day. I was fucking exhausted that day oh, too. Yeah. It was just a lot of filming. I think I think just pure filming, it was probably like 45 hours. Wow. Um, and then with the logging, the logging probably added, let's call it at least an hour and a half every single time yeah. we filmed. Um, then the traveling as well. And the and the every time I go to the go to the hotel, yep. I park at the lobby and I make multiple trips to the room and then I go and park the car and then I walk back to the room. Yep. And when I, when I get every morning, when I leave for the stash, that's what I would do too. Yep. Um, and then the final day, I'm like, you know what? I saw something for Lou that I want to get for his birthday. So I went back to the store. I was hoping to see Get Him too, because I didn't realize that Get Him wouldn't be there on Monday oh, when okay. we filmed. Um, and uh, he wasn't there, but, uh, you know, I talked to I talked to Mike for a little bit and talked to Walt and I uh, got the stuff that I needed. Nice. And I was like, hey man, we filmed, you know, Walt's a really funny guy. Yes. And if you listen to Tell Him Steve Dave, you know that he's a... Uh, He's a funny guy and he's kind of, you know, he's, I would say he's open about it, but also more like everyone around him is like Brian and everything is open about it. That's funny. And so he's kind of like, I try to say things to him that are like nice and maybe even a little bit sappy and like positive. And he's always kind of like, 
not really interested in that. That's funny. So I'll be like, man, like that was a great week. I'm like, we did 14 projects. Everyone was on. Everyone was cool. Like we had a really good time. Like we, that was really productive, really great. And he'll say something like, yeah, yeah, we got to get on it. We got to get editing. We got to get right on it. Like, you know, he doesn't even right. acknowledge the... The sentimentality the of The sentimentality yeah. of, of spending so much time together and, 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 and getting so much done. He does a little bit, you know. Yeah. I'll say it to him a few times until I kind of break break it into yeah. a little bit where he's like, yeah, it feels really good to have this much done or whatever. Yeah. But uh, it was cool. This was the, I mean, this makes sense mathematically, but this was a trip where I felt most comfortable just being in that store all the time. Right. And being around everything and just being like, you know, it's weird. Like when I used to go there, I'd feel weird about walking behind the counter and putting stuff there or storing stuff at the store. Right, right. Or kind of acting like I'm comfortable there. But now I don't have any of those hangups of like, can I plug this in? Can I sit here? Can I move this? Can I do this? Right. Now, if, I, I think it's weird, but in terms of like a film place to film, it really feels like home to me. Nice. That store really, yeah. really does. It's not, not even an exaggeration. I feel really comfortable there to the point where I was like, yeah, one day I might go there and just take my laptop and sit in the store and just edit during the day because I have some stuff to work on. Right. Um, and years, you know, before this, I think I would not have done that. Right. Um, you wouldn't have you really even, considered it. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have felt comfortable just hanging out in the store like that. But right. now I do. Um, and uh, yeah, it was great to see everybody. I love seeing those guys. I wish I kind of wish I can go down there just leisurely and hang out with people. Yep. But because like I'm so busy with film stuff, but it was a good time. And uh, yeah, man, playables. I want them to come to Providence. The closest one is Boston. So Ooh, we could go sometime. It's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know how much you like fruit, though. You know, not as much as you do. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to get more fruit and uh, vegetables in me. I tried a cherry this year. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Pretty good. Um, my parents went to uh, um, Asbury Park. Okay. And so on Monday, Gina's like, oh, can we go to Asbury Park? This is before we filmed. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So we went to Asbury Park. Um, that was cool. And we went to uh, a restaurant there at Robertson Ale House, which they have. I think they have one in like across the street from the stash. I think it's the same place. And I've gotten good a good meal there before a long time ago. And I was like, oh, let's go. But it's this kind of like beachy one. They focus more on uh, seafood. Okay. And it was a little bit like everything was inflated in terms of price. Yep. And I got this seafood thing. And it's like, it was a bunch of stuff, including lump crab, which the lump crab was great and the oysters were really good, but everything was just served with horseradish. They didn't have the mignonette sauce. I know, uh, I know you don't know what that is. But, I don't. But it's like horseradish is pretty strong. I want to make a joke about it being like a marionette where it's <laughs> sauce that's just on little strings. But horseradish is kind of strong. Yes. I mean, sorry, cocktail sauce is kind of strong. It has horseradish in it. Okay. And, uh, you know, they gave me clams, oysters, shrimp, and crab. But the only sauce they gave me was horseradish. Ah, uh, okay. It was a, was cocktail a cocktail sauce. sauce. Yeah. So it felt like the horseradish in the cocktail took over like everything. Yeah. And then it started raining during the middle of it. Mm. They gave me the wrong person's bill, oh, which was funny. much less than my bill. Okay. So I tried to use my credit card to cover the costs of those things and give it to the girl. But when I got my credit card back, I realized that she had realized her error. Ah. Okay. Too bad. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, great time. Uh, like I said, I went back to the store on Tuesday before we left town. Right. Gina was like, I want to leave town early. And I was like, whatever. And, you know, um, I'll, I'll talk about this in a second. Um, I was fine with that. We went to a new place that okay. I haven't gone to called Hot Bagels. Okay. And I got a bagel sandwich. Fucking excellent. That's great. Excellent. Right around the corner from the stash. I've never gone there before. We were looking through and I really, you know, I tried a bunch of new places this time. Good. And uh, Busker Dew Coffee is like one of my favorite places in Red Bank. We went there, got 
awesome coffee to leave in, in this awesome hot bagel place. Excellent. Went to the store, said bye to everybody, um, and headed off. The you know the trip is fine. I zone out a lot. Yeah, it was funny. We were driving home, and obviously, you know this this whole the whole thing is. I'm just going to acknowledge this. This whole thing is fucking bizarre that I'm part of this world. Yes. Right. Yes. And so you know I've liked Kevin Smith since like 1996 or seven. Right. And uh, you know it's weird to be working with all these people and kind of you know working with all these people that are part of these movies and part of this world and in the store. And Gina's talking about Clerks, and she goes. She's like, she's like, I know about Clerks, I think. And I'm like, oh, yeah. She goes, and it was so weird. It was almost like if you were writing this for a TV show, this is what she'd say. She goes, she goes, did they film Clerks on a set? That's what she said. Huh. And I was like, no, they filmed it in the store. That's the whole, like, that's what it is. It's this yeah. it's a guy who put everything on the line to film the movie he wanted to make. And that's what launched the career of Kevin Smith. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. She goes, but he had money for it, right? He had to get like $10 million for it. And I'm like. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, what could you possibly be talking right now? Yeah. And I think that what she was talking about was the, f- I think that she got confused with the fact that the new quick stop in the new movie was a set. Right. And it wasn't the real store. Right. I think she heard something like that and it got yep. mixed up. And when Kevin Smith talked about Clerks 2, yep. I think at some point he said the Clerks 2 budget was $5 million and it cost $5 million to advertise and he was like flabbergasted that the advertising doubled the budget to 10 million right and i think that she got all these facts conflated right and i'm like the the, the sentences you just said are the opposite of what happened yeah and so i was like i wonder if the clerk there's a dvd called clerks x that had a 90 minute documentary right um about the making of clerks and i was like let's see if that's on youtube it was on youtube wow i gave her my phone and I listened to it, and she watched it for the last hour and a half on the way home. Oh, that's great! Yeah, so it worked out really good. One of the things I was going to say though is, uh, man, it's um, it's weird because I feel like my trip to Jersey from Rhode Island to Red Bank, I always think of it like, oh, it's really fun. There are so many restaurants throughout Rhode Island, Southern Rhode Island, which I don't get to that much, right? Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, restaurants, collectible stores, right. little town areas, coffee shops thrift stores, all these different things that I can do on the way there if I have the time. Like I remember last fall when I was first getting into football, we were watching one of the Patriots games. I was listening to it. Gina was watching it. And I was like, oh, let's go. Let's go the scenic route. And we went the long way. We found this little town area where there was like an outdoor festival. I got some great coffee. And I'm like, all of that is just gone from our lives. We're just like, I'm like, I'm like, it's, it's noon. We're driving home. I'm like, and we just, I, I look at the road and I think about what we could do. It's like, we could pick up food from a place, but we yep. can't actually, you know, have this. It's, it's weird. It's like a feeling inside me that the world has so many things that are cool that I don't know about right. that are potentially fun around me. Right. And all that is shut down. It sure is. <clears throat> so that felt really weird. Um, but overall, super productive trip. Yep. We're 23 projects ahead. Oh, tell them Steve Day Patreon. That's great. One a week. Yeah. Um, and uh, I had a lot of fun with the guys. We shot so much more than ever. And it was fun to be bouncing around from the store to the studio, you know, the podcast studio and the hotel and the different restaurants that I really like. Um, and it was just a good time. We had some good pizza. We were all like, we were all filming on Sunday. We're, there was like a ton of us. Like there was probably eight, 10. 11, 12, at least 12 of us in the store shooting okay. all night. And uh, Walt's like, um, he's like, I want to go to this pizza place to get pizza. Because sometimes he'll just buy pizza for everyone. Right. 
And it's like, oh, it's closed. And he's like, oh, this place. And him and Brian are trying to figure out. They're like, oh, it's closed. It's closed. Like, how about this one? And they're all going back and forth. And Walt's like, you know, pizza's real good. I'm telling you, it's real good. And we're like, what? And he's like, it's real good. And we're like, what is it? And he's like, first of all, he's like, I love Chuck E. Cheese pizza. And we're like, okay. And we're talking about Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. He goes, but it's real good. 7-Eleven. You go there, you ask them to make you some pizzas. They make them right there. They're real good. And I'm like, and like, like we're all like, like everyone's like, okay, like, well, all yeah. right. And so he leaves, he goes to 7-Eleven and comes back with three 7-Eleven pizzas. I liked them a lot. Oh, it's great. Well, you know how I feel. I'm like, good pizza is great. And yep. bad pizza is great. Yes. Um, and so it was, it was good. At I least really he didn't it. go to convicted murderer pizza. <laughs> uh, sorry. Speaking of pizza places. Well, I, was, I was just going right, to say sorry. like, everyone was like, pizza is pretty good. And he's like, I fucking told you yeah. it, was, it was good. But we had, we had a really good time. Yep. I felt really uh, like we were all like a group of people doing a creative project together and really like trying to make it good and, and trying to make it fun and funny. And uh, it just felt good to be, to feel like that, to feel like I'm yeah. not like an outsider. I don't feel like as much of an outsider as I used right. to feel. That's great. And I like everybody. And yeah. it seems like everyone likes me enough. Like, you know, like I feel like, you know, like Walt is a kind of a cold guy, but I feel like he likes me as much as he would like someone in my position. Nice. He was talking about it. We were filming something. He was talking about comic book men. And he's like, he's like, ah, oh, he's like, I know. He's like, I wish it took me less than eight years to warm up with the crew because by the time they left, I was bummed out. Something like that. Yeah. And I, I kind of wanted to be like, yeah, yeah, maybe you should put some of that into uh, into your life now, buddy. Yes. You know, but he's, he's, you know, I'm glad we come up with a lot of cool stuff together yeah. and he trusts my input and uh, I really appreciate it. Yep. Um, and uh, I really appreciate the opportunity. And I think that we're, we've been building something really cool. And this week was another big step for the next almost half a year of, right. of this project. That's great. Uh, and everyone was, was funny and great. And I had a great time and it was my parent, my parents, by the way, were like overjoyed with their trip there even that's though great. it was only like 36 hours yeah they were like we loved it we had so much fun i could we couldn't believe it and i'm like everything was shut down how could that possibly yeah. be true my dad bought a jay and silent bob secret stash staff shirt oh that's funny <laughs> isn't that so funny it really is he bought an asbury park shirt good he bought a, a cool van shirt he's such a it was so funny oh that's great but they had such a good time it was really funny um we're gonna say sorry you mentioned <clears throat> pizza places that were closed <clears throat> yeah and i teased something yes an hour ago yeah i wanted to pay off yeah uh, i mentioned aurelio's in shareville mm-hmm. um you know i went there on tuesday june 30th today they posted on their facebook page one of our employees <clears throat> has tested positive for covid19 <laughs> We are, we are currently closed uh, until the 16th. Yeah. Uh, but this person hasn't been in the store since July 2nd. Yes. And I'm like, since July 2nd, (laughs) like, was that person in the store when you were there, when I was there? Right. Because I, I don't know if you remember, I had forgot my mask at home and I was using like, your sleeve uh, or whatever. Like a, a glove, like Mm -hmm. a winter glove that was in my mom's glove box to cover my face. Yep. And uh, I'm like, oh, if it was the girl who handed me my pizza, like, yes, we were talking through plexiglass, but like, mm-hmm. what, you know, what's, what's the deal there? And so I messaged them and I'm like, hey, uh, when was the last time that person worked? And yeah, they're like, yeah. and they're like, oh, you know, she only worked on July 2nd. That's the only time she's worked in the past two weeks. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I think I'm okay. Yeah. At least from there. Maybe some of these idiots yeah. at the fireworks store <laughs> or the lady buying 10 things of Diet Pepsi. Would you go get a COVID test? Yeah, I think I would. Why not? If if I were if I were exhibiting symptoms, I think I would. I would be yeah. more likely to. But like, yeah. I, I'm not exhibiting symptoms except they're like, ah, oh, your body might ache, and I'm like, yeah, 
I know, I it, know. It does. My, my body. It, I've had COVID-19 for the past 20 years then. Yeah, right. So it's, uh, but yeah, I, I appear to be uh, symptom-free and, and in the clear. And it really is getting cleaned up in the next week. And, and uh, then, yeah, my sister texted me last night. She's like, hey, what's the, what's the phone number? Like our internet is down. What's the phone number for the Crete Aurelios? I'm mm-hmm. like, you had that two nights ago. You're going to have it again? She's like, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So... It's funny. Um, but yeah, we are we are back. We are hopefully resuming our normal podcast schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something I really enjoy doing. It gives mm-hmm. me a chance to talk to another human in person. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Human. Yes. And if, you know, if I accidentally make a weird, hateful shape, I, you know, I, I have someone who's, who's going to be right there with me to help turn it into something, you know, obscene instead of hateful. <laughs> yes. Right, right, right. So well, I'm glad we had our, our vacations at the same time. Yes. Now we're back in town. Yes. <clears throat> I have 23 weeks of editing in front of me. Yep. Which is great. It, you know, you're, you're employed. <clears throat> Good stuff, man. Good yeah. stuff. Um, uh, but that's pretty much it for me, man. All right. I well, think I wanted to say one more thing to you, but I can't remember what it was. Huh? One more thing. It's all right. It's going for now. All right. Uh, well, folks out there, thank you all so much for listening. We hope you had a reasonable uh, weekend without us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise, send us an email, chuckandbrad at gmail.com, or find the email link through chuckandbradpodcast.com. We do appreciate you guys. Yes. That's all I've got. That's all I got. Deuces.
was like, I was like, 